0: A lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play
1: matters.
2: The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field.
1: A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools.
3: Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised.
1: They're doing things the right way on and off the field.
3: Where traditions are passed down.
1: They're doing it because they love the guy next to them.
3: Where every Friday night. It's a race of champions.
1: Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It
2: just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day.
4: This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7.
5: From Dewey H. Whitson Stadium on the campus of White House High School. It's Blue Devils Football presented by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight, the 7-0 Upperman Bees, a Region 4 team, are on the road against the five, the Region 5, 5-2 five Blue Devils. Good evening. I'm Devin Hoke. I'm here with my partner Jason Rogers and Jason. What can we expect, uh, you know, from this Upperman uh, team uh, coming into this game?
2: What you can expect, Devin, is you can expect ball control. Their number one goal is to run the clock and wear the defense down. You will get a quick shot time from time downfield, but they want to give the ball to 21, Ethan Park, and they want him to bruise that defensive line into submission.
5: All right, and then what are we expecting from this White House team, which is a, a slightly
2: a, a bigger school? It is. Uh, I, I, I can see White House being a uh, a little balanced team based upon what I have saw. Uh, quarterback probably le- he leads the charge uh, on the White House offense. I think what they need to do is they need to get a couple of turnovers and see if they can put the ball in the end zone and not let Upperman control the clock. Tonight it's going to be...
5: Uh, upperman high school and white house high school the uc
6: sports nation game of the week
7: powered by middle tennessee natural gas fueling your dreams fueling your life Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
8: Practice here, game day there. You never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice-cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson, across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for
9: your team. What's in your heart?
10: Providing kids a chance to learn and grow.
9: Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UC EMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UC EMC Cares partner. And every month your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra
10: few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's
9: in
11: your heart? In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with The Property Company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company, proud supporters of our local
12: athletes. When injuries stop the game, skip the ER. Visit Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street, Cookville.
13: Dr. Derek Worley,
8: fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine.
12: He and your medical team are ready at the Tier 1 Urgent Care, Monday through Friday 8 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon. Don't let sore shoulders stop your tennis game. Knee pain stop your walking routine. Get state-of-the-art care close to home. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Stop the game and make the call.
14: about it right before we got on here you don't get much of a break uh but you try to give the guys a little bit of a reprieve uh how did you feel about the way they uh came back and responded uh over these first couple days of practice
3: yeah you know with such a long uh pre-season you know five or six weeks building up to the to week one um you know and then and then playing seven straight weeks Uh, um we really kind of were at that point where we needed a little bit of a break um it's always a little bit worrisome you know when you give you know a bunch of teenagers time off uh because it just takes a little bit while a little bit of while a little while to you know get back into the groove. So we gave them a few days off last week and, uh, you know, had some workouts and stuff and then brought them in Sunday and, uh, got back to practicing. And, uh, you know, the the big thing we've done is just try to immerse them back into the, the whole football thing. And, and we, uh, we bring them in in the mornings and then, and do our lifts and our meetings and then practice in the, uh, in the afternoons. And, uh, Seems to go pretty well. Uh, The guys seem to have a good bit of energy and uh, enthusiasm. And uh, To be quite honest with you, I've been uh, pleased with their focus, and and, uh, we've been very productive this week so far.
14: Yeah, you you guys have done a very good job this year. Last time you and me were able to talk, we kind of uh, put our heads together and started to realize how good this defense had been playing, and, and certainly you hope that continues. But what can you do this week, to kind of help the offense get up to that same level as you try to close out the season with three really tough ball games.
3: Yeah, uh, no doubt. It's, uh, you know, three really tough ones. Um, and, and, and I don't think we've, I don't think we've, uh, you know, really even scratched the surface on reaching our potential, especially on the offensive side. Um, you know, it's not something that I've been disappointed in. I've liked the way we've been playing, um, We just gotta make sure we capitalize on, on all our opportunities and make sure we're not turning the ball over. A couple games this year, you know, the the turnover thing is kind of limited, uh, what, what we've been able to do, uh, offensively, but I like, I like the number of playmakers we have. Um, I think our offensive line is getting better every week. And, uh, you know, I like the guy we got at quarterback. And and so we just got to continue to, to, you know, to work and, and try to play better and and be more productive. Prince
7: Crossing, UC Sports Nation. Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston.
15: It's fall break, and therefore the bye week for more than half the teams across the Upper Cumberland, White County, as well as DeKalb, Stone, Cumberland, Pickett, Livingston Academy, Jackson, and Warren all take the night off. In action tonight, Monterey plays their final home game hosting Trousdale County. The Wildcats are 1-3 at home this season, and it is senior night tonight. Monterey head coach Scott Hughes broke down how tough the Yellow Jackets can be and why.
6: You know their linemen play so hard and they're they're very athletic up front you know when you look at their skill guys they're they're not only athletic and shifty you know they roll in there with with the the main guy being 6'2 225 230 uh but he moves like he's 180 pounds uh you know not only is he straight line speed but he makes people miss but he's a big strong athletic young man You look at the next guy down the list, he's 6'2", 190, 195, running by everybody but a big physical athlete. You know, number three to me is a guy that's really scary. He's, He's been playing quarterback, he's playing receiver, but you watch him when he gets in open field and there ain't nobody coming close to him. When we were looking at it, you know, they got six or seven guys that, that are really scary. And and the way they're using those young men makes it really difficult because they're spreading you out. And they're getting you sideline to sideline. They're in multiple formations. Crap, we've seen three different guys throw the football. And, you know, there's no huddle on top of that. So your communication has got to be tremendous. Your eyes have got to be always pointed to where you got to be.
15: Trousdale County is 3-4 and four on the season, but since making a quarterback change in early September, are 2-2. Two and two. Cookville will go back on the road yet again, this time to visit Lincoln County. Cavs head coach Taylor Hennigan said the bye week could not have come at a better time, but that doesn't change the test that Lincoln County will be.
3: I think we're going to have to, you know, match their energy and or, or make sure that we, we have some energy early in the game. I think that that's where they've done a good job is kind of create some momentum early in the game, which has helped them. They're very rarely out of position. They're lined up well. They're in the right spots defensively. Offensively, they kind of spread, but they have some wing-T hidden things in there that are wing-T scheme stuff, so defensively making sure that we're in the right spot.
15: The Falcons are 3-4 and four on the year, but averaging nearly three touchdowns a game. Clay County is returning from fall break and their bye week last week as they go on the road to Red Bowling Springs. In the Battle of the Bulldogs, the opposing Bulldog offense is potent and Clay County head coach Bruce Lamb was quick to challenge his defense to step up.
3: You know, they're very good and skilled kids. You know, they got some kids that can run, uh, you know, a big quarterback who throws the ball really well. And, you know, an offense, like you said, is very efficient in what they do. And, and so we're, we're going to have to uh, make the plays, again, no yards, extra catch, uh, you know, make them huddle up and, and see if we can get some things to go our way.
15: The Red Bowling Springs offense averages 32.9 points per game, but have scored less than 20 in their three losses. York is currently 70. 70- and o and we'll travel to friendship christian dragons head coach derwin wright is trying to balance his team being on fall break but needing to stay focused on the task at hand
3: it was good. Everybody showed up. It's a physical game Friday night, so we've got some guys banged up and some injuries. We're just trying to work through that. You know, everybody was there, and that and showed a good commitment that uh, I was hoping would happen.
15: The task won't be easy either, as the commanders are 6-1 and, and more than capable of being the Dragons' toughest test yet.
3: They're a little different style offense we've seen. They're in there shoe to shoe, but their they're zone stretch type offense, they've got a really talented tailback in number five, you know, they just give it to him deep and let him find it. He's a hard-nosed runner and can make a cutback on just the dive. I mean, he's got quickness and good vision. Defensively, they're very downhill and aggressive. I've seen them in a split four and then a five-three in and, and both. They uh, play kind of the same style. Uh, they're downhill, aggressive. It's going to be a good hard-nosed football game for us again.
15: In just one game this year, Friendship Christian has failed to score 35-plus points, and only two have they failed to score better than 41. Scores throughout the night and a full wrap-up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., the High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. For Around UC Sports Nation Tonight, I'm Jake Wallman.
1: The plumber who does it right. a l Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call a l Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319-6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for remodeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. a Plumbing. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to
11: have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide. Because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
17: Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
14: Junior Alyssa Gear, Upperman Volleyball. Alyssa, what's your favorite kind of music? Country. Oh, okay. What? Who's your favorite artist? Who do you just binge?
7: Kelsey Ballerini.
14: Okay, do you have a favorite song? Um, no, I like them all. You love them all. Fair enough. TV show or movies? Movies. Ooh, what movie could you watch over and over and over?
7: Barbie. Being honest.
14: (laughs) The new, like the new one that just came out. Well, okay, how,
7: like, uh, not, not the new one,
18: like any of them. Oh,
14: like any of the animated. Of oh, okay. Do you have a favorite one out of all? I mean, there's like, what, 12 or something? Yeah.
18: Um, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> Just, Barbie and the Mermaid Tale.
14: Oh, okay. Barbie and the Mermaid Tale. Fair enough. Are the, What's your favorite? Do you watch a lot of TV? Is there a favorite TV show? Friends. Friends. Bench and Friends. All right. What are some of the other things you love to do outside of volleyball?
7: I love to paint or do pottery.
14: Is there a a project, a painting, or a pot that you're super proud of?
7: Um, I painted a landscape once.
14: Oh, wow. What landscape? Did you just pick something out and about? or? Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very fun. Okay. What's the one thing you'd love to accomplish this year?
7: I'd like to have above a 4.0, and I want to have straight A's, and I want to... (laughs)
14: I don't <laughs> Did you say a double
7: 4.0? No, above a 4.0. Oh,
14: above a 4.0. I was like, how do you get a double 4.0? <laughs> All right, very cool. Are you doing, a, I know above a 4.0 normally means like dual enrollment kind of stuff. Are you going to do some dual enrollment? Yes. What, have you thought about what you might want to major in in college?
7: Uh, graphic design.
14: Oh, wow. Okay, very cool. What would be your dream, like dream job? If you could do one thing, what would you love to do?
7: That's a tough one. I don't know. I would love to own my own business in something.
14: Okay. You want to like own your own graphic design business? Yes. You've
19: been dreaming of that car for a long time. And you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has
4: more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. Hi, this is David Price, your Twin Lakes business solutions consultant. The speed of business is moving faster than ever, and for your business to thrive, you need Internet that can keep up. At Twin Lakes, we deliver tailored business solutions like cutting-edge phone systems, enhanced voicemail, top-notch conferencing services. With these speeds, you can power through tasks and connect as many devices as your business requires, all without missing a beat. Ready to bring your business up to speed? Contact us today at 476-2151 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net.
14: Set for kickoff around UC Sports Station, it is fall break and thereby the bye week for more than half the teams across the Upper Cumberland, White County, as well as DeKalb, Stone, Cumberland, Pickett, Livingston, Jackson, and Warren all take tonight off. All three teams in Putnam County will play two on the road as Cookville visits Lincoln County and Upperman travels to White House while Monterey hosts Trousdale County. Clay goes on the road to Red Boiling Springs, and York packs up and heads to Friendship Christian. As we continue from
5: Dewey H. Whitson Stadium, time for Jason Rogers to tell us what will
2: power an Upperman Bees win tonight. Jason? Tonight, the, the Bees need to just keep what they're doing, ball control, pound the football with number 21, Ethan Park. Make sure that you limit the Blue Devil possessions, and it should be a w for the bees tonight if they can if they can keep that plan intact all right ball control is key in this one this should be a
5: great battle here it's the ucemc keys to the game visit ucemc.com and find out how your extra change can support ucemc cares and community organizations across the upper cumberland Tonight's game day forecast calls for cloudy skies. Just before kickoff, the temperature stands at 68 degrees, and the winds tonight are going to be 8 miles per hour.
6: The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week.
7: Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Reminding you to call before you dig. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
12: Stand by. Kickoff
6: is next.
0: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Mark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust X Mark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand.
13: Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered
0: by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. W284-DR Cookville. WKXD HD3 Monterey. Sports Radio 104.7.
5: And here we are getting ready for this incredible matchup between White House High School and Upperman High School. Hello, everybody. I'm Devin Hoke. I'm here with my partner Jason Rogers here tonight. And what a beautiful night it is here in White House, Tennessee, as we're about to see the seven and zero undefeated Upperman Bees
2: take on the five and two White House Blue Devils. Yep, it should be a very interesting matchup. Just. As we said in the keys of the game, if Upperman can control the football, they should have a have a big chance at a W tonight and walk out of White House eight 0. And they, it and okay. they have, they just have to ride the shoulders of Ethan Park and let the let the captain of the team, Bronson Chaffin coordinate the drives yeah excuse me I didn't mean to get you off there but it is it is senior
5: night tonight here in White House Tennessee do you think that'll possibly add some extra
2: motivation for these Blue Devils players oh sure I mean it's always a big deal to be a senior and play the last home game of your regular season barring any playoffs that you could go to but I mean yeah you're it's gonna it's gonna amp your uh, adrenaline up and the intensity probably a couple of notches and now,
5: interestingly enough, Upperman is about to kick it off to Whitehouse. So we're about to see this Blue Devils offense hit the field first. And and they certainly have a, uh, a, a talented uh, quarterback as well. This should be a fun offense to watch here with the Blue Devils.
2: Yep, uh, we'll see. And they got a running back, uh, Marcus Albin, who is – no, Michael Album, who's uh, averaging 159 yards a game. And now they get it off, and Whitehouse is fielding it. Number
5: 25's got it. Moving up field. Gets to around the 35-yard line. There is a flag on the play, however. so We'll have to see what this is. It was a good return for Whitehouse, however. Uh, you,
2: usually these flags that come in on the kickoff return or something like a block in the back or a hold, but it, it did come out kind of late, so we'll see.
5: It almost looked like they were pointing to the Upperman side, which usually it's the return team that commits fouls like that. Let's see what the referees
2: say. Oh, it is against Upperman. Interesting. Personal foul. Personal foul on the kickoff return. Wow, that's going to set up the Blue
5: Devils with really, really good field position on their opening drive. That's going to put them at around the 40, uh, 47 yard line. So they're almost in Upperman territory just to start off. Yeah, that's a big penalty. I mean, that, that that cuts the field in half. Huge penalty, and now we'll see this exciting White House offense go underway. They send a man in motion, send out the running back out to the side. So the quarterback is in the backfield by himself, drops back to pass number 19, throws it to number 5, makes a move, and manages to get a few yards. That
2: was
20: Reed, Reed, Reed
2: Aguilar on the catch. Gives a little shake and bake, gets out to about the 50. Yeah, so I believe that's
5: a three-yard gain, roughly. So it's going to be second and about seven to go. But Reed Aguilar, you said he made a nice move there. Was able to get a few yards off the short catch.
2: I mean, you get three yards on the first down. I mean, that, that that sets you up for second and second and minimal, and then try to do the same on third. And now let's see what Tanner Hayes does this time. Tanner Hayes, the starting
5: quarterback for White House, snaps the ball, gets it off to his running back, number 20, who moves right up the middle and manages to gain a few yards to set up a third and manageable there. And so they they get close. It's going to be a third. I, I think and that
2: was number 30. I think that was Dion Gunner on the carry. I think his yeah. jersey's a little bunched up. Looks like they put it down at the 46 on the Upperman Territory. You're right. So now it's going to be third and three. And, yeah, we'll, we'll just say that
5: was Dion there. But now let's see what Tanner Hayes can do this time. He sets a couple guys in motion. Gets under center. Big third down. Hands it off to Dion again. He makes a move. He gets a first down. He uses a stiff arm and gets to the 35-yard line. Incredible,
2: incredible run from Dion Gunter, the senior running back. Yeah, Dion just planted that foot and took it off the left, left end, and and then turned it upfield for a gain of about nine yards. There, it'll set up
5: first down for him. First and 10 on the 35-yard line, 10 minutes and 40 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Really good opening drive for White House as they're in Upperman territory on their 35 after an excellent return and penalty. So now Tanner Hayes sends a guy in motion again. That's number 25 going from near side to far side. He throws it to number 25. He makes the catch, turns up field, and gets a very solid gain right there. That was uh, Trenton McCormick who went from the near side to the far side on the motion, made the catch, and picked up about, oh gosh, I want to say about eight yards on that catch.
2: Yep. he A uh, little swing pass out to McCormick. Planted his feet, turned it upfield, got a pretty good gain for first down. It sets up second and short right here. And now it is second and one off about the nine-yard gain. So Whitehouse
5: moving the ball well down the field in this opening drive. Tanner under center again. That's going to hand off to Gunter who makes a move, and that's going to be close. He got to the line of scrimmage. I'm not so sure he yeah, got it. he
2: got to the 24. It's a first down. Um He he was met by a swarm of bees there, uh, led by, looks like, number 53 on that right end down there. Yeah, it could be Eli Bullock. Yep, and... uh, but he did get enough for the first, so it's first and 10 at the 24. Yeah, the forward progress got him. So Dion
5: Gunter gets him a new set of downs, first and 10 on the 24. Tanner Hayes throws it. He's got number 23 on the outside, makes a move upfield, and manages to gain a few more yards on the first down, so it's going to be uh, second and about six now.
2: Yep, and he got just enough to get to the 20. Another little swing pass to the right side. They're wearing those swing passes out. I think that's the third one of this Yeah eight play drive as we've got right now. This this is this is more of the upperman style type stuff. We working the clock, getting some short games keeping the ball out of the other team's hand.
5: Very similar to the Tennessee Volunteers, these swing passes to the receivers. Now Tanner Hayes is going to drop back. He throws it way to the outside. It's caught by number 21, who makes a couple of moves upfield, and is still fighting forward, and he finally gets taken down after another very solid gain for the White House uh, High School Blue Devils, and now they're going to move the chains. Again, he gets the ball deep into their territory. Looks like about the six-yard line.
2: Number 21 there on the catch. That was, uh, that was Kenny Holt. Another swing pass. More, more, it's more like a hitch, really, is what it is. It was pretty outside. Impressive catch from the junior
5: wide receiver. He had to turn his body and make that catch. Then Kenny went upfield. So now we'll see as they go to the Wildcat package. They get it to Deion Gunter, who cuts upfield, and he's going to be shy of the end zone. I believe he take, took it down to about the one yard line. So it's gonna be second and goal from the one for the White House Blue
2: Devils. Man, that was just a tough run. I mean there was no there was no present wrapping on that one. That was just give it straight ahead and stop me if you can. And now with seven and a half minutes remaining in the first quarter
5: on their opening drive, the White House Blue Devils are looking to punch it in. We'll see if they can. Tanner Hayes is under center. He's got Dion Gunter in the backfield. He hands it off to him right up the middle. Touchdown, Whitehouse. Deion Gunter, the senior running back, powers right through the hole and gets the Blue Devils
2: on the board with 7.21 remaining in the first quarter. Yep, that was almost a five-minute drive. It was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 plays from starting at the 47-yard line all the way down to the 1.
5: And now they will attempt the extra point. Hayes is gonna be the holder. And it's a high snap, but the kick is off and the kick is good. So with seven twenty one remaining in the first quarter, it is White House seven and Upperman zero.
2: Hi, this is Marvin Long, your local Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Fall is here,
0: and while football is on everyone's mind, it's also the perfect time to discuss how Twin Lakes Fiber Internet
2: can make a touchdown for your business. With broadband speeds up to 10 gig, you'll receive priority service, local tech support, and performance quality that can't be beat. It's a game-changer that'll boost your team's efficiency and guarantee your customers an unbeatable experience. Call us today at 476-2151 or visit TwinLakes.net to explore the winning plays
0: we've got in store for you
5: as we return from White House High School here we've got the White House the home team Blue Devils scoring a touchdown on their opening drive uh, mr. Rogers what did what, what did you see on
2: that drive there that you really liked from White House I saw a balanced attack of uh, short passes and 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 some Swift Nifty little runs from uh, from uh, the running back Gunner. Uh, had the had the defense uh, on their heels a little bit, uh, but we'll see right here if the uh, bees can get the offense going and, and uh, counter punch right here. And now the White House Blue Devils getting ready
5: to kick it away to Upperman, so the bees can have their opening drive. The kick is off, and it is fielded cleanly. Moving up the field, got some good blocking in front of him. Makes a nice move, gets down to around the 40. Ball, balls out. Ball's the ball out, might be ball's out. Ball's out.
2: Balls out. Balls out. Who's Looks got like it? it could be White House. There's a lot of blue jerseys around there. Everybody but the referee signaled.
5: And it is the White House Blue mm. Devils football. A major, major mistake from Upperman as the Blue Devils got the ball once again deep in White, uh, deep in Upperman
2: territory. Yep, that was uh was number six Carmine Phillips on the return took a good took a good chunk of yardage on his return and then just trying to get more and the ball popped out now they got it 39 yard line.
5: And both drives for uh White I mean the last drive started at their own forty-seven. This drive is gonna start at Upperman thirty-nine. They're so starting in B's territory. We'll see if Tanner Hayes and this offense can put together another successful drive. He's all alone in the backfield, but he sends Gunter in motion, fakes the handoff to him. Oh, he's got it. He's got him. it deep to number 21. It's almost picked uh, off by Carmine Phillips. He was looking for number 21, and it's
2: incomplete. 21, Kenny Holt. Kenny Holt had a step. He had a step on Carmine. Carmine recovered nicely, went through both of them's hands for an incompletion. So... We'll play second down here. Second and ten.
5: Ball on the 39-yard line with seven minutes remaining in the first quarter. This is Whitehouse's second drive. Special teams has been what's got Whitehouse in such a good position so far. True story. Very true story. And now they got Deion Gunter deep in the I-formation. Hayes. Hands it off to Gunther, who will get stopped oh, oh. in the
2: backfield. Huge tackle from big number 62 on Upperman. Big number 62 is correct, and that's Evan Briggs on the stop. That's for no gain.
5: Impressive defensive play, and now third you're looking ten. at a third and ten. Third, third and about ten. Yeah, third and ten. Uh, with about six and a half minutes
2: remaining by the time they get this ball off. Oh, this would be huge if, if the Bees could stop them right here. They're kind of in no man's land on this on this 39-yard line, so uh, they may have to stop them for two plays. And now a high snap. Oh, my
5: goodness, high snap. Number 21 fields it, gets it back, and it's taken down at around the 50-yard line. The bad snap sets
2: Whitehouse back. And now they're likely going to have to punt this football away. Yep, that's going to put them in. That's probably going to put them in the punt. I think if they would have done anything but what they did right there, they probably were going to go for it on fourth down. But that's huge for the Upperman defense to go three and out right there. Impressive, impressive defense from uh, from Upperman. Back deep is it uh, looks like Carmine Phillips again, number six for the bees. Oh, it's a short punt. It's a short punt. It's a short punt. The punch has been shanked. It takes a nice
5: bounce. But still, the ball will be down at around the 23-yard line of Upper So now they can
2: actually have a drive here. That ball that ball landed at about the 33-yard line and rolled 10 yards for Whitehouse. If not, uh, that would have been a very, very short punt.
5: And and now the Upperman Bees are getting ready in their formation. Just a reminder: this is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. The Upperman Bees are seven and zero. The White House Blue Devils are five and two. White House a Region Five A team. Upperman a Region Four
2: team. Looks like the referees are stopping yeah, the play. We got, for it, we some got an reason. equipment issue. He's going to have to come out. I don't I don't think the problem is right now that the Bees are looking forward to next week with the big matchup on stone memorial which will be also the game of the week for you guys next week so maybe they can settle down right here get a drive going with uh, 547 in the first we shall see as Chaff- chaffin is going to
5: keep it and he gets pummeled in the backfield Bronston Chaff- uh, chaffin went to keep the ball and he-, and he didn't get much on that play i think he lost a yard I believe he did. I believe he lost a couple of yards. This is going to be second and 12 from their own uh, 22-yard line, roughly.
2: We'll see what we'll see what they can dial up right here. It's probably going to be something a little conservative to get some yards. You mentioned
5: Ethan Polk in the keys to the game, so maybe they could do a handoff to him. And, no, Chaffin's going to keep it. He swings it out to Polk, but that's not going to be a whole lot of minimal gain there. Uh, maybe gets a few yards back. So it's going to be third and long. About third and nine right here. Be third and nine at around the 24, 25-yard line, just under five minutes remaining in the
2: first quarter. Yeah, Ethan's, Ethan's averaging about 110 per game. So, I mean, he's going to see the carries. I just think that uh, that first down stuck up behind the chains a little bit, and then and they're going to have to dial up something to get them nine yards right here. So it's third and nine. They set up, and and, and
5: now Chaffin, he's got Ethan Polk to his side here. Let's see what this quarterback can do. He steps back to pass oh, it. Fake pump fakes. Throws it deep to number 10. He's got him. And what an incredible catch. Number 10 breaking free and scores an
2: upperman touchdown. What a beautiful, beautiful play from the wide receiver. Hey, when they lined up. I thought that had a chance to break open. He was thrown into double coverage, but Branson Turnbow turned it on and made that, uh, that, that, uh, a spectacular fingertip catch over the shoulder. Well, that was, that's one of the best catches
5: I have seen, period, all season from any team. Chaffin drops back, throws it. His guy Branson Turnbow's in double coverage and he makes a catch and finishes in stride. And the extra point is good, a weird extra point, but it sneaks in the bottom corner. And so now the Bees have tied this game up with four thirteen remaining in the first quarter. It is White House seven and Upperman seven.
20: <laughs> well, that
5: was a pass. Hmm.
18: uh,
2: can't put it any better no that was incredible
5: we just witnessed a beautiful rainbow pass here in White House Tennessee from the star quarterback Bronston uh, Chaffin finding his star receiver Branson Turnbow. That got huge yardage, and now we've got a tied game as Upperman's about to kick it off back to the White House Blue Devils.
2: That was 76 yards on that score in play. It was a very beautiful pass. And now that kick gets into
5: the end zone for a touchback. So this will by far be White House's worst starting field position. They were close to midfield on their first drive. They were in Upperman territory on their second drive, but they only got one touchdown out of it. And so now the Blue Devils are going to set up on the 20-yard line of their own territory, first and 10 with 4 minutes and 13 seconds here in a tied ball game.
2: Blue Devils break the huddle here on senior night. So the Beast defense got a quick three and out last time with the help of a bad snap. Let's see what they could draw up this time. Now Hayes hands it off to his star running back who's hit. Looks like he just gets back to the line of scrimmage. Number 36, Walter Kane, was there to help clean up on that tackle. He's pretty solid in the middle for the Beast defense. He's around the ball quite a bit. I don't know who got first contact. But that was a was a good combination on the tackle.
5: And you know the head coach is especially going to be happy about that, of course. I
2: don't know why. <laughs> and uh, some and, relation.
5: Yes. <laughs> and so now White House second and second and ten to go, with three thirty-five remaining in the first quarter. And there's a flag on the play. This could be a false start, and it is. So a false start from White House will back him up. It'll be second and fifteen to go, with three thirty-one remaining. As this road crowd here for Upperman that's traveled well. They got the cowbells going. Might be getting in these players' heads a little bit.
2: Yeah, the uh the upperman crowd is can be intimidating, whether it's home or whether it's away. And you're right, they do travel very well. And they've certainly made this and
5: Intimidating home senior night environment for these Blue Devils. As now it's second and 15, 3.20 remaining in the first quarter as the White House Blue Devils are backed up. Here goes Hayes, back to pass. Tanner Hayes looking downfield. He's going to launch it. He's, He's got, got number his... 80. And what an incredible catch. And there's a flag on the play as number 80 went down and caught it at the 45-yard line of Upperman Territory. However... We'll have to see if this is a confirmed a catch, and we'll have to see what the flag is. Looks like the 44 will be the spot. I'm pretty certain he did catch it. Now, this flag, I'm not sure if this is pass interference. It is pass interference.
2: Pass interference on the bees. I don't know if he mm-hmm. caught it or not, but they're going to decline that penalty because it's only a 15 yards if you take the pass interference. So... It's much better to take the play on that one. And so that was number 80 there. That was Dawson Carson who made the incredible acrobatic catch.
20: Sets, and, up,
5: sets it, up
2: White House. And if he would, if the defensive back would have just turned around, he probably could have batted it out of the air. And
5: now they hand it off to Dion Gunter right up the middle, and Gunter with a very solid run there. Once again, Deion Gunter, the senior running back, just wearing down this B's defense. He's got, he gets it to the 38-yard line. It's about a uh, roughly five-yard gain, so it's going to be second and five to go, 230 remaining in the first quarter. They hand it off to Gunter again, Boom. but this time not as much luck as he's
2: tackled in the backfield, met by number 58 first. That's Andrew Bohant. Puts him back at the 40. So a loss of yard there. Brings up third and about six for him. And so
5: now White House with two minutes remaining, third and six to go. Ball on the 40-yard line. It's a huge down right here. And Tanner Hayes sends a guy in motion, drops back to pass. He's got a guy in his face. He throws it down. He's got number 21. Wide open. And he takes it down.
2: Go around the two-yard line. What an incredible pass from Tanner Hayes with pressure in his face. Number nine, Clayton Harris, got a clean shot on the quarterback, but it was just a tad bit late. That is, was a good throw and good catch. That was a
5: great catch by Kenny Holt. Looks like they got it around. Uh, maybe it might be the uh, three-yard three line. With so a minute and forty-four seconds remaining, it's going to be first and goal from the three as hey, White House is trying quarterback's
2: got to go out because uh, the training staff was coming on the field, so they have going to they'll either probably go Wildcat right here. I got a feeling that would make a lot of sense. They got Dion
5: Gunter in the backfield still, and he scored their first touchdown. So we'll see if they'll hand it off if will get it to Dion Gunter to go up the middle once again. They're trying to discuss. They finally break the huddle. First and goal from the three. A minute and 30 remaining in the first quarter. Backup quarterback gets it. Hands it off to Gunter, but there is a flag on the play. Yeah, they blew
2: that one dead. False start. That's a false start. And White House is going to back up a little bit. To the eight. Put this down at the eight for your first and goal.
5: Up. First, first and goal from the eight-yard line. And that means that their quarterback can come back out. Is that correct? That is not correct because the play has not been ran
2: okay. yet. Yep, still wildcat formation right here.
5: And they'll hand it off, and they won't gain much there. Oh, they, they lost more. They're going, to be, they're going to be down at about the 10 now. Wow, so that's going to be second and goal from the 10-yard line as the first quarter is coming close to an
2: end here. Defense is bending, but right now they're not breaking. they got about 43 seconds left in this quarter, so... Just a reminder, a wrap-up
5: of this game and all the Friday night action is going to be Saturday morning at 9, live from Chick-fil-A, the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on the Rock 93.7. Okay, now White House lines up. Second and goal from the 10, 20 seconds remaining. Tanner Hayes is back in at quarterback, gets the ball, pitches it to Deion Gunter, cuts up the middle. Drags a couple of defenders down, but he's not quite going to get to the end zone. He gets close, though. It's going to be down at about the three. Third and goal at about the three, and that will probably take us to the end of this first quarter. And, yep. yes, that is the end of the first quarter. White House is threatening, but for now, it is the White House Blue Devils seven and the Upperman Bees seven.
19: You've been dreaming of that car for a long time and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at Zackthecarguy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all
8: practice here game day there you never have any time so stop at the place that's always on time on the way a crispy salty snack ice cold drinks to cool off after practice get your team and your ride fueled at on the way 859 west jackson street when life empties your tank fill up at on the way get snacks fill up the mom taxi at on the way 859 west jackson across from the funeral home easy in and out before you hit the road or after that next practice hit on the way always on time for your team
5: So the White House Blue Devils are threatening here as we begin the second quarter. Third and goal from the three yard line. So it's gonna be
2: it's gonna be power on power on this play. Yeah, I got a feeling you're gonna see number thirty right here get the football. And if I'm wrong, I will admit it before they get the extra point.
5: And now Tanner Hayes. Hands it
2: off to the running back, punches up the middle, and that's a White House touchdown. And I'm wrong because that was Benjamin Stanley on the carry for a three yard take the lead touchdown for White House. White House attempting to kick the extra point right here. Number 60 is the kicker. It is uh, Charlie Perkins? Low snap through, and it's good. The extra point is good.
5: So, with 11:52 remaining in the second quarter, home team White House 14 and Upperman 7
8: practice here game day there you never have any time so stop at the place that's always on time on the way a crispy salty snack ice cold drinks to cool off after practice get your team and your ride fueled at on the way 859 west jackson street when life empties your tank fill up at on the way get snacks fill up the mom taxi at on the way 859 west jackson across from the funeral home easy in and out before you hit the road or after that next practice hit on the way always on time for your team the
6: UC Sports Nation Game of the Week, powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Blue
5: Devils—they've now made this a 14-7 game with 11:52 remaining in the
2: second quarter, about to kick off. Back to Upperman. Well, the bees just have to take the ball and counterpunch right here. That's uh, that's that's just what I mean. If they if they fail to score on this drive, it puts them behind the eight ball because. Um, there's a lot of time left in the second quarter. And the kick is away, and it's fielded by
5: number one. Turns upfield, and he gets down to around the 35. He's going to be at around the 34-yard line. And some of the fans uh, upset that there wasn't a late hit call. Uh,
20: it, was, it was it was a tad
2: late there. I mean, there's a grap, but... With the way life goes, grab and get over it, move on. <laughs> That's just the way football is <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, you can only grab between the whistles, and then after that, it's, it's you got to move on to the next play.
5: And so now the Upperman Bees will set up on their own 34-yard line, still really good field position. Bronston Chaffin, and there's a flag on the play. Looks like there might have been a false start from Upperman, and, yes, there is. So now it's going to be first and 15 to go from the 29 yard line.
2: We have seen several flags in this first half. We're just a minute in, well, not even a minute into the second quarter. We've seen about four or five flags. Go, and so now with
5: 11.39 remaining, first and 15 on their own 29 yard line. Upperman down 14 to 7. Try to put together a successful drive to answer the White
2: House score. I mean, they, hey. were, they were going to give the ball to Paul, and they changed the play. They gave it on a, a little jet sweep to Carmine Phillips here. And Carmine Phillips turning up field, and he ends up with a very solid
5: game there. Great run from Carmine Phillips. That gets him very close to
2: a first down. It looks like he might be about three yards short. I think they're going to put him out at about the 40-yard line. So it's going
5: to be – oh, there's a – I
2: guess there was a flag on the play. Did not see that. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. Illegal shift. Illegal shift on the Bs. That's another five. Back them up. That'll be at the 24-yard line. Wow, so another offensive penalty here. I mean, they let that play go a long time for an illegal shift penalty. Uh, I will agree. They, they should have called that earlier. Now it's first and 20
5: to go. Bronson Chaffin back to pass. Now he has to take off a run, and he's taken down by number 58 for a sack in the backfield for the White House Blue Devils.
2: Going to put it down at the
5: eighteen. That was an incredible play from Isaiah Jordan, who was back
2: there very quickly. In the theme of Halloween, this drive has been cursed from the (laughs) get-go. Well, it started at the 34. We're now back to the 18 on this one.
5: All right. Now Upperman, Chafin rolling out, throws. He finds his guy number six, and he's still in bounds, fighting
2: forward. Gets huge yarded. I don't see any flags on, down on this play. That was a heck of a catch and run by Carmine Phillips right there for the Upperman beast. It's going to put them back in a very manageable, manageable third down here. It's going to be third and about one. Superb effort there.
5: And now it's going to be third and one here for the Upperman Bees.
2: Play clock's at 10.
5: They got to get this play off. Bronson Chaffin is going to keep it. He's got blockers, and he's got the first down easily. And there's a flag. flag
2: coming out. I don't. I knew the ref was about to dig that one out. I'm not so sure that was such a very va- flagrant hold. But, uh, I mean, another 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 ten yards backwards.
5: It was a great run from Chaff Chaffin. I mean, he had tons of blockers in front of him. The way that play was designed by uh, Coach Kane and his, his staff is beautiful. However, the flag, it's it's been killing Upperman on this drive, these penalties.
2: So we're at the 33 now instead of the 43 and it's uh, third and basically 11. The clock's running with 949 in this second period.
5: Now Bronson Chaffin throws, he's got number six and he drops it. Carmine Phillips had that ball in his hands with nobody around him and he dropped it there and and there wouldn't have been much to gain there on a third and 11, but still now it's fourth and 11
2: and and Upperman's going to have to punt this football away. That was one of the oddest three and outs I've ever seen. There was actually about seven to – there was eight plays ran on a three and out.
5: It's just the penalties – he G- gave it a weird situation. Now with 9.33 remaining, Upperman's gonna have to punt this ball back to Whitehouse. The punt is away, not a very good one, and it's out of bounds. And it appears they may have ran into the punter, but there is no flag called on the play.
2: Hey, they marked it out of bounds at the 47 yard line in Upperman territory. So this is going to be another one of those uh, White House drives that starts at Upperman territory.
5: And now the White House Blue Devils have the ball on Upperman's own forty-two yard line. 9.26 remaining in the second quarter. They're up 14-7, to seven, first and 10. High snap. Hayes gets it off to number 14, who speeds upfield and gets about five or six yards there.
2: Yeah, it's a five-yard gain. Looks like they're going to put it down at 42. So second and five coming up right here. Just a little uh, jet sweep on to number 14 right there. That was
5: Jackson Rourke. Uh, the wide receiver. And Jackson Rourke manages to get five yards, second and five, eight minutes and 50 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Hayes Hands it off to number one this time. And this time he speeds through. Oh my goodness, he came out of nowhere.
2: Number one Michael Albin on the carry. He was a shoestring away from breaking that one for a touchdown. Looks like they'll put him down at the twenty five.
5: And Jason, we've been looking for Michael Albin um all game. We talked about him in the pregame a little bit.
2: Yeah, he's that's maybe the that might have been the second time he's got the carry.
5: And that time, I mean, he disappeared in the line, and then, boom, he was gone, shot out of there like a rocket to get to the 25. And you're right, he wasn't tackled there. I mean, we would have been talking about another six points for White House. Yep. Now it's first and 10 from the 25-yard line, 8:15 remaining in the second quarter. Tanner Hayes under center. Sends number 21 in motion, gets the ball, fakes the handoff. Now he hands it off to number one, who's going to throw it out of bounds. So it looked like a design play that just, you know. uh, That,
2: uh, I don't necessarily always know the rules to high school football. I've seen that called intentional grounding a billion times, but on billion and one, I don't see it's going to get called. But it's going to bring up second and ten. Second and ten.
5: With 7.58 remaining in the second quarter. And now the White House Blue Devils under center. Hayes hands it off to his running back, and there isn't much room there. Met at the line of scrimmage by a swarm
2: of bees. That's. Uh, that's, that's uh That's Kane in there again on the tackle for no gain.
5: So it's going to be third and 10, 740 remaining in the second quarter and moving as the White House Blue Devils will try to add on, but this is going to be difficult to pick up
2: now. Ball on the 25-yard line. Big down right here, big down. If you can hold them here to fourth and 10, make them really decide on what they want to do on fourth down. It will help your position.
5: And now Hayes draws back, throws it. He's got number 14, throws it right to Carmine Phillips in the end zone for an interception. Carmine Phillips with the big-time interception. There's a miscommunication between Hayes and his receiver, and he just threw it right to Phillips, who's all by
2: himself. I don't know if it was a miscommunication or not. It just looked like a poorly thrown ball. Yeah, I mean there was a hole there that he set down in and I think uh, I think he just got the maybe the wind got a hold of it because it is blowing that direction right now but that's a big stop for upperman right there in
5: a huge stop and now the bees will have the ball back on their own 20yard line.
2: There's number 21, Palk, on the carry. That's probably the best run he's had of the first half. It might be the second run he's had of the first half. So five yards on that one, which again is is very
5: surprising. Uh, very surprising. That we haven't seen more of Ethan Palk so far.
2: Well, they keep shooting themselves in the foot with uh, penalties. It's 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 hard to run the ball on first and 20 and first and 15. And now it's second and five. Second and five,
5: six and a half minutes remaining on their own 25. They hand it off to number 13, who doesn't have much, and he's taken down. Number five got there first, and so that's a big tackle for a loss for the White House Blue Devils. That's Jaliric
2: McCullum on the uh, carry, going to bring him down. Looks like they're going to spot it at the 22 for the next play. Loss of three there. Not, not necessarily. I don't, I don't like that play call there.
20: Hmm.
5: Yeah. What,
2: and now it looks like a
5: potential stoppage is about to happen, and I'm not quite sure what this stoppage is for.
2: It's just a couple of questions from the head coach to the white hat. That's hmm. usually get. I like to call this the uh, delay of the game segment by the White Hat. Now it's going to be an official timeout. All right, with that timeout,
5: with 5.53 remaining, it is White House 14 and Upperman 7
11: numbers are for game stats and scores not people if you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where but you still want technology convenience and know-how at your fingertips then one bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you their mobile banking lets you transfer funds pay bills make deposits and more right from your device so you can bank safely at home in the stands or wherever life takes you download the one bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store member FDIC equal housing Lender.
5: Now we are back here in White House, Tennessee. 553 remaining in the second quarter. Um, and the White House Blue Devils are up 14 to 7, but the Upperman Bees have the ball. It's gonna be third and eight on their own 22-yard line. What do you what are you expecting Upperman to do here?
2: Uh I'm expecting some sort of pass play. Uh, maybe some hitches could be could be a deep out to your left side receiver. It looks like a uh, Turnbow's going to be over there. That's that's a good go-to guy in this situation. Uh, but but they're they're in a hole right here. And so now here goes Upperman,
5: and it's a big run right up the middle, and that's going to be a first down for the Upperman
2: Bees. That was number 11. Yeah, it looks like he made the 30. So that's a big first down. You are correct. A big a big first. Yeah, and,
5: um, and now the Upperman Bees. And it looks like the referees are discussing something. Now the Upperman Bees are now have it first and ten. First and ten on their own twenty-two yard line. They handoff to Polk. Polk breaks through. He gets past the forty. That's
2: a that's a big run right there on first down for number twenty one, Ethan Falk.
5: Here goes number one speeding down to side. A massive gain for the Upperman Bees.
2: That's a big run by number one Jackson Rollins right there. See where they put it down, see if there's another first down. That is a first down. That was uh puts the ball down at about the forty-seven. See what they can draw up here for their first down play.
5: All right, the Upperman Bees have it first and 10. Ball on the 47-yard line of White House. They hand it off, or Chaffin keeps it. Chaffin busts through the middle, breaks a couple tackles, get past the 35, down to around the 33-yard line for a solid, roughly a
2: 12-yard gain. Yep, Bronson uh, Chaffin ran with some purpose right there. He put his foot in the ground cut it upfield and took off. I mean, this could be a big momentum swing and drive right here if they can put this in the end zone. This would be because
5: they're down only by seven, you know, with all the penalties that have happened, everything else that's happened, only down by seven, 350 remaining in the second quarter. Chaffin rolls out. Look, and now he's just going to take off. He's got to get a bunch of yardage and he shoves a White House defender out of the way. Gets about five or six yards on that carry. That's
2: how you finish a run right there. He lowered his shoulder and said, uh-uh, I'm not sliding. I'm not going out of bounds. And he delved some little punishment there. So now there's 325 remaining.
5: Second and four, ball on the White House 32-yard line as Upperman is driving down the field. A nice drive here.
2: It's 27.
5: Excuse me, yeah, the 27-yard line. Second and four. Approaching three minutes remaining as Upperman's having a really good drive. Bronson Chaffin... Drops back. No, he throws it to Jaliric. And Jaliric going up the sideline. And yep. he shoved out of bounds at around the five-yard line. Good
2: call right there. I think he got pushed out at about the three.
5: Out at the three-yard line with two minutes and fifty-four seconds remaining in the second quarter. It will be first and goal from the three for Upperman.
2: Hey, that 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 defensive end there for Whitehouse had a chance, but Bronston Chaffin snuck that ball in there to to Jalyric and then it was off to the races. I thought he might sneak by the block down there, but just ran out of real estate. And
5: so now two minutes and fifty-four seconds and the and White House head coach will take a timeout. So with two minutes and fifty four seconds remaining it is White House fourteen and Upperman seven.
12: It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provides state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call. 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com.
5: It is and now two minutes and 54 seconds remaining I, I uh, think you're
2: about to see a big dose of Ethan Polk right here
5: that would make a lot of sense first and goal from the four I think we can expect to either see Chaffin or Polk punch it in
2: I think I think I'm gonna go 2 one right here Chaffin's Chaffin's took a little beating on this drive let your running back do the work and I'm wrong again And Chaffin keeps the ball keeps it right up the middle
5: and scores an Upperman touchdown easily. And with 2.47 remaining in the second quarter, the Upperman Bees have punched it in. They're an extra point away from a tie.
2: That's why I don't call the plays.
5: <laughs> well, we knew it was either going to be one of those two, so it was a 50-50 guess. Everybody else was thinking Ethan Pop gave it to number eight. And the extra point is good as well. And so with 2.47 remaining in the second quarter, we've got a tie ball game here in White House, Tennessee. It is the White House Blue Devils 14 and the Upperman Bees 14.
2: Yeah, the Beastie, oh, you're on going to break. I'm
5: sorry.
20: Okay, can you hear me now? <laughs>
0: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new XMark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust XMark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand.
2: I got a correction. That 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 was Elijah Fitz on that catch and run that got him down to the three. I, I said to Lyric, I apologize. It was Fitz. And the kick is away, and Whitehouse has
5: fielded it, number 14. He's got it, looking for some space.
2: Boom.
5: Big hit as he's taken down at the 30-yard line. And then line. they've
2: thrown a flag, or they've thrown no flag.
5: It looked like they might have thrown a flag from some possible unsportsmanlike maybe, maybe. Well, not to.
2: there was a head shove to the ground, but it is what it is. All right, so this is going to be one of the few drives that start uh, in their own territory.
5: Yeah, the White House Blue Devils are going to start on their own 32-yard line with two minutes and 39 seconds left in a tie ball game.
2: See if the defense can dial up a big stop before halftime and get the ball back on the start of the third half. And there's a flag. Go figure. Ball start. Anyway, as I was saying, the defense, if they could get a stop right here and hold them, then they would get the ball at halftime and then flip, flip, flip the script right here on the White House Blue or White House Blue Devils and take the lead. I think Upperman might be a little shell-shocked on the defensive side. I don't think they expected the ball to be moved on them like this.
5: Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, But now it's a first and 15 for the White House Blue Devils, 238 remaining in the first half. Ball on their own 27-yard line. So that will help out the Upperman Bees a little bit. And
2: looks like we've got another timeout.
5: A timeout from White House, it appears. So, with that timeout with 2.38 remaining, it is White House 14 and Upperman 14.
0: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new X-Mark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment. 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust X-Mark mowers two to one over the next best-selling brand.
2: Have. So if they are able to do something, they will be working against the clock. Unless they hit something big, and then clock may not matter.
5: That is a great point. That could benefit the Upperman bees if they're able to get the ball back. But now here goes Hayes. pitches it. His running back makes the catch Ooh, and is taken tackle. down. Minimal yardage
2: tackle. for the Blue Devils. Maybe one, maybe one yard there. Oh no, I think they might have got back to the. No, it's it's about a one-yard gain.
5: We'll regardless, call- it wasn't going to be very much. Yeah. Regardless, And it wasn't a very good pitch backwards. I mean, the running back had to reach back with one hand just to make this catch. And we'll call it the 29. Yes. And Hayes drops dr- back to pass, looking. He's flushed out of the pocket, throws it downfield. He hits his guy number 21 for a, what looks to be potentially oh, a, a really first down.
2: That's a really good spot. He got hit at the 40. They're going to give him the 30 or the 41.
5: Oh, yeah, it looks like it. If they do, then that's going to be a White House first down. And they haven't officially called it a first down yet. On the scoreboard, it says third and one. They're discussing this. All right, White
2: House called their last time out.
5: Ah, the White House Blue Devils call a timeout as they're discussing this. So, in this situation, let's say White House does ha- get a first down. What are you expecting the game plan for them to be?
2: I mean, they're going to have to they're going to have to go hurry up. they to have to be quick hitters, get out of bounds. Unless they hit one way downfield, then they ha- they have still have time to work with. You might see uh, a spike of the football or two if they get close to the red zone and and the clock's still running, but. Yeah, I mean, we just mentioned that that timeout they took previously before that play. I mean, they're out now. So they got third and one right here. Hmm.
5: This is going to be a big third and one. I, yeah, I almost thought they were going to give them the first down, but the proper spot, third and one with a minute and 53 remaining in the first half. We'll see if Whitehouse can pick it up here or if Upperman can get a huge stop on defense.
2: I've been noticing those those snaps to the quarterback for Whitehouse has been high a lot tonight.
5: And they're crowding that line. High snap, Hayes gets it, and he takes off and runs, and he's got the first down.
2: Yeah, but he didn't get a whole lot more after that.
5: It it looked like he stuttered after he got the first down. He wasn't quite sure what to do with it afterwards. Picks up the first.
2: They're going to give him the 45. Again, probably a very generous spot.
5: And the referees have stopped the clock. It looks like they're going to discuss this. Not quite sure what there is to discuss.
2: There was a flag, and they waved it off.
5: Okay. So it is a first down for Tanner Hayes, a minute 45 remaining in the first half, first and 10 on the 45-yard line.
2: He probably just pulled that flag out to blow his nose or something and dropped it.
5: <laughs> probably, and now Hayes drops back to pass. Looking downfield, he throws it. He's got number 23, but it's well overthrown.
2: Yeah, that, that ball was uncatchable. 23 wants a flag. There was a little contact, but he would have had to bend, oh, about seven nine to catch that pass.
5: I agree with that. I mean that was that was well over the head of everybody, so you can't complain about a flag when literally nobody can catch it.
2: Clock does stop. That's 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 a factor on that. See if the seven and OBs B's right here can could dial something up on second ten to get no gain or maybe a TFL.
5: Here goes Hayes, back to pass, throws it out to number 25, who just has to dive and make a very difficult catch. That, that was Trenton McCormick. I think that, that
2: ball catch. might have been tipped.
5: It could have been because it did not come out very strong there, and now it's going to be third and third and about medium.
2: Yeah, that, that's a very short gain. The clock remains to run. There was nothing really gained by that completion.
5: And now Hayes, back to pass, throws it. Out to number five, a dangerous pass. Yes, is dangerous is
2: correct. Does Man. stop the clock, but it's fourth down. So, uh,
5: Fourth and seven with one minute remaining, which I means think, they might have to uh, punt this ball away, and Upperman will have a little bit of time left.
2: With two timeouts, they're getting the ball. It's I got the wind at his back. This punt may be... I I would definitely try to field this punt if if Carmine could get under this one. I don't want it to roll inside the 10 or the 5 with the wind behind him.
5: And so now they're getting ready to punt. That's a false start. False start. Looks like it was missed. The punt is very, very good.
2: Carmine Debs field it.
5: Carmine Phillips has it. He makes a nice move, and he fights forward to about the 25-yard line. So good return. So they will start with 46 seconds left. All right, if you're Coach Kane, what's your game plan here?
2: 46 seconds, I, I give it a couple of shots. I think if you get to third and, and third and 10 or something, you might want to just try to get to the halftime. I don't know if he's got that in mind, but uh, Bronson Chaffin could fling it. We saw that earlier in the game. He's got an arm on him, so anything's possible. I foresee about five, maybe six deep here. For the Blue Devils on defense, they're they're really going to play pretty safe.
5: They are almost in a. Yeah, we're looking to see they're not quite in a prevent defense. Not yet. not deep as I
2: thought they were going to be.
5: Yeah, that's surprising. Here goes Chaffin back to pass. Chaffin rolling out throws and he throws it out of bounds. He was low well outside the pocket so is fair with thirty eight seconds left it'll be second and ten from their own twenty five
2: back to the punt I mean that center's butt moved about i don't know two feet, and they didn't throw a flag for a false start so i'm 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 a little interested on what it takes to get a false start now
5: and uh yeah, I mean that seemed like kind of an obvious one, however, they did not uh throw the flag. So 38 seconds, second and 10 from their own 25. The Upperman Bees trying to find out how to get some more points before halftime. Chaffin back to pass on the play action, runs up the middle, and doesn't gain very much.
2: He needs to protect that football. A fumble right here is not exactly what you need. Clock's running. He's got two timeouts. I don't know if he's going to burn one or not.
5: At this point you might just want to get to halftime. Yeah,
2: I think you might I think that's what they're gonna do. I think they're just gonna to get to half, regroup, come out the second half and see see if we can get things back in line for the Bees defense and put some points on the board.
5: Yeah, the clock is winding down, and yet we have reached halftime here in lovely White House, Tennessee on senior night. The hometown White House Blue Devils have 14, and the undefeated Upperman Bees have 14.
6: This is the UC Sports Nation Game of
5: the
12: Week. On Sports Radio 104.7. Powered
7: by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's game sponsored by Cookville Regional. State-of-the-art care right here at home. Cookville Regional it's the way we care by the property company the home you've always wanted your family's special place let the property company go to work for your dream on the way jackson street at buffalo valley road cookville it's on the way by one bank and by a and plumbing the plumber who does it right a plumbing
17: Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. The plumber who
1: does it right. A&L Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call A&L Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319-6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for remodeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. A&L Plumbing. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with
11: The Property Company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company Proud supporters of our local athletes. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google. Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender.
7: The Tier 1 Halftime Report begins now. Board certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Call Tier 1.
5: It's the Tier 1 Halftime Report on Sports Radio 104.7. Live from White House High School, White House, Tennessee, with the score currently being White House 14 and Upperman 14. The Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week, uh, Football Game of the Week continues. And checking in on our Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard, it was the White House Blue Devils that got on the board first. An impressive opening drive. They started deep, or no, they started uh, on their own 47-yard line. They ran, that was about eight plays, and plunged in with a one-yard rushing touchdown with the impressive uh, impressive running back, Dion Gunter. He's an impressive senior running back. Then, Upperman High School gets the ball back, and they fumble it on their return. So that sets up the White House Blue Devils. However, they just run three plays, three and out. They punt it back to Upperman. Then the Upperman Bees get the ball, and in just three plays, Bronson Chaffin throws a beautiful 76-yard touchdown pass to his star receiver Branson Turnbow, and that goes for 76 yards. Turnbow breaks tackles, gets the end zone. All of a sudden, we got a tied 7-7 game in this first half. Then, White House, they get the ball back, have another sustained drive, and this time they score uh, yet another touchdown. They hand it off up the middle, and all of a sudden, early in the second quarter, 11 minutes and 47 seconds remaining in the second quarter, it is the White House Blue Devils that are up 14-7. to And, and, uh, and, and so then they are up 14-7, to Upperman High School, and eventually later would get the ball back and have an impressive long drive themselves after they get an interception from Carmine Phillips. Beautiful interception in the end zone. That set up Upperman on their own 25-yard line. A long touchdown drive that ends with a Bronston-Chaffin uh, three-yard touchdown run right up the middle with two minutes and 47 seconds remaining in the half. So that made it 14-14. to White House has been ahead twice. Upperman has come back and tied it up twice. And then at the end, White House, they tried to have a drive. They couldn't really get anything. They punted it away, and Upperman, they just decided to take the ball into halftime. So stop by Frontier Chevrolet Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle.
7: coverage continues powered by tier one.
19: You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all.
11: When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide. Because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
5: with one bank. We're going to take a look at some key stats here uh, from this first half. So some key notes to uh, to note is that Ethan Polk, who averages about 100 yards per game, only has 17 yards from the first half. Bronston Chaffin has just as many rushing yards as the quarterback, however he does have a rushing touchdown. already mentioned Branson Turnbow has the 76 yard touchdown reception. And then uh, Chaffin overall. Four for six for 128 yards and a touchdown. Not too bad in the first half. Now let's take a look at the White House side. Dion Gunter with 10 carries, 34 yards and a touchdown. Hey, he's averaging three and a half yards per carry. Not too bad. And then Tanner Hayes, the quarterback, eight for 13 for 123 yards. However, he did throw that interception to Carmine Phillips. Kind of out in no man's land. And and right now uh, Carson is their leading receiver with 41 yards. As of right now, Upperman. Uh, as of right now, White House has dominated the time of possession, 13:05 compared to Upperman 6:34. So the White House Blue Devils definitely keeping control of the ball in this one.
2: Both have a turnover.
5: Both teams have a turnover. And White House does have just a couple more first downs, nine first downs compared to seven first downs for the Upperman Bees. And and other than that, up, uh, White House's special teams in the first half, especially in the first quarter, was also a key stat that was helping them out quite a bit. So that's a look at the stats from One Bank, the One Bank for all your financial needs. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool.
14: Senior Liam Perry, B's band senior, and uh, Liam, what do you play?
18: I play clarinet.
14: Okay, we've had several clarinet players. What do you love about the clarinet?
18: Well, uh, originally I was going to be a percussionist, and I swapped the clarinet because there was too many in fifth grade for percussionists, and uh, I thought it looked cool, and it was. It's, it was a little tough. I had like a broken clarinet for the first like three years, so I was, and I didn't know, so I thought it was terrible. Not fantastic now, still, but it's pretty good.
14: But finding out you have a broken one really changes some expectations. Yeah, it was terrible. It what was, was wrong with it? If you didn't notice, what was going on?
18: It's like a I couldn't play like a B natural or something. I was li- it was it was literally just a B natural. I thought I just couldn't play it at all, but no, the key was just broken. I can't remember.
14: You was... you just literally thought it. I just this one note is impossible.
18: I wasn't a super fantastic player in middle school. I I broke like three mouthpieces wasn't great. Dang, you were, r- you were rough on the instrument there. Yeah, uh, our middle school band director has a thing over his desk in his office called The Boulevard of Broken Dreams. It's just tons of broken saxophone and clarinet. And <laughs> just a ton of mope. Yeah, I'm up there three times.
14: Wow, yeah. that's got to be a record or something. Definitely.
18: Maybe not something to brag about, but...
14: You know. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. What is the one thing you'd love to accomplish in your senior year?
18: What I would love to accomplish in my senior year? Uh, in band?
14: We're out of the band either one.
18: Well, in marching band, I want to make sure that our current rookies and especially the two clarinet rookies that we have this year want to keep doing this, and that they have fun, and that they're excited, and they get through this heat wave or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot better than last year, that's for sure. Way better than last year. Yeah, but as long as they are excited, you know, having fun, connecting with everybody, making new friends, learning music, loving music, then. It's fine with me.
14: What's the best part of Band Camp? Before we get into marching season and all band of that, uh, is that I
18: think the uh, Band Week, Band Camp. I think the 15 minute water break we just took was pretty <laughs> great. Um, 60 second gushing goes. The, the five minute water breaks. Uh, but besides the water breaks, um, I don't know. Uh, I think sometimes we do random things are just fun like the band directors and all the other directors and staff members they always say random little jokes like <laughs> stuff they wanted to put on t-shirts and things like that they didn't but, <laughs> but it was always it's always funny
14: when people crack jokes like that but we still keep we gotta on. stay focused yeah absolutely What besides band what do you love to do?
18: besides band?
14: yeah what do well, you love to do outside of it?
18: well in the music department I'm still a big music guy so I I play like guitar a bunch sometimes and things like that Try not to get too ahead of myself.
14: Is that something you'd love to major in at the next level, is some form of music?
18: Some form of music, at least a minor degree in it, yes.
14: If you you don't major in it, what would you love to major in and minor in music?
18: Not quite sure yet. Had a couple thoughts about it. Got to figure it out by the end of this year. That's for for one, yeah. (laughs) That's for sure.
7: Scores and stats still still to come. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report.
0: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Mark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for
16: yourself why the landscape pros trust XMark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your new or pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier. Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox, the fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryant
21: and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. The longest road trip of the Titans 2023 season takes place this Sunday because they're going to London Tottenham Hotspur Stadium to take on the Baltimore Ravens. We will be on the air with Titans Countdown at 730 Central, 830 Eastern. And then an hour later, kickoff of Titans and Ravens from London with Mike Keith and this man, Coach Dave McGinnis, the star of Titans preview. Coach Mac, operationally, you've done this many times. What? Uh, just give us a glimpse of how much extra stuff there's involved in taking an entire football operation across the Atlantic Ocean.
22: We'll give you an example. I mean, a lot of the supplies and things that we had to take had to be sh- had to be transported by ship months ago over there because you know the plane can only carry so much and. So I mean it's a huge huge operation to be able to get this done. Brent Akers and his ops crew are absolutely fantastic with all of this, but it takes it takes uh, you know quite a a a combination of people working on things in various instances and plus we've already got somebody on the ground from the ops crew uh already over there. Nick Hardesty is already over there setting, you know, setting things up, has made several trips over there during the off season to to the place where we are staying. So there's really uh, nothing that uh, there's no stone left unturned with doing this. But the amount of people that it takes to do it and the amount of man hours is is really incredible.
21: Uh, It literally takes a village, as they say. Wow. Okay. uh, so let's talk about the two. Opponents in this thing, we know the Titans are coming off of a seven-point road division loss. Well, so are the Baltimore Ravens after losing to Akers- uh, to the Pittsburgh Steelers at Acrisure Stadium last Sunday. This is the best team the Titans have faced so far this season. Is that safe to
22: say? It's absolutely correct. Uh, you know, after going over and, and diagnosing the the film of Baltimore's last game, I, I don't uh, I don't see there's any way. I don't know how they lost that ball game because they were clearly the the better team, and I can tell you one way they did lose it. They had nine clean drops from the receivers and the tight ends in that ball game, and you can't count on that from them.
21: Oh, I've never heard of that many drops in a single game, Uh, and uh, clearly that was a big problem. And the other part of it, I I think like the Titans in a new offensive coordinator – trying to figure their way through their offense and figure out what that is. Because I think they had nine possessions where they did not score against the Steelers after putting up 10 points to begin with. But they do have things in common like that. Todd Munkin, who has had time in the NFL in multiple stops, recently comes from the Georgia Bulldogs. They're still figuring out his offense, kind of like the Titans' offense is figuring out Tim Kelly.
22: Yeah, and it's a it, it it it's a pretty good departure from what they've done before with a lot of three tight end stuff and. This
7: of, is the uh, Tier uh, One halftime, half-time. report.
22: In every game, every
11: quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the Property Company and watch your family's dreams come true: the home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property
9: company. Proud supporters of our local athletes. What's in your heart?
10: Providing kids a chance to learn and grow.
9: Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UC EMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UC EMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar.
10: And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland.
9: What's in your heart? The plumber who does it
1: right. A&L Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call A&L Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319-6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for remodeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. A&L Plumbing.
19: You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered
20: by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
5: And now we are back here on the Sports Radio 104.7. Just a reminder, the score of our game here in White House, Tennessee. Lovely night in White House, Tennessee. The White House Blue Devils 14, the Upperman Bees 14. Now we're going to take a look at some of the scores from around the rest of the Upper Cumberland. I'm Devin Hoke. Here with Jason Rogers. Let's take a look at Clay County at Red Boiling Springs first. Last checked on that game, it was 21-7 to uh, late in the second quarter. I believe that is the halftime score.
2: Yeah, that's not a surprising score.
5: So Clay County 21, Red Boiling Springs 7. Now let's take a look at Lincoln County. Cookville 27, the Cookville Cavaliers 27, Lincoln County 7.
2: Yeah, it's, it's nice to see Coug will get up there and maybe pull one on the, put one in the W column tonight. And now let's take a
5: look at Monterey. I've been there a couple times this season already. Lovely stadium. Trousdale County is beating Monterey to 7 to nothing at halftime.
2: Going to have to flip the switch in the second half.
5: And finally, this one might be a surprising one, but the York Preparatory Institute has zero on the board on the road against Friendship Christian, who has seven. So Friendship Christian... Is beating York seven to nothing at halftime.
2: Uh, Miles Lafew, he he can turn it on any time he wants to, so we might see a different outcome at the end of the fourth quarter there. And so
5: now let's let's take a look at what we can expect here in this second half, Jason. Uh, you know, this has been a very even contest so far. Uh, the, you know, White count, White House, excuse me, has really held it in there with Upperman.
2: Yep, you are correct. The only. The only real difference that we saw when you read those stats was White House has a couple of more passing yards, they have a couple more first downs, and the time of possession for White House is significantly it's, yeah it's it's double it's double what the what the bees had, so with that being said, everything else is even, but with that time of possession, I think the bees are kind of lucky that it's fourteen fourteen, and they had a very key turnover. When White House was knocking on the red zone down here late in the second quarter.
5: That's a very, certainly a very positive way of looking at it for sure because, uh, you know, but, but White House, you know, they've got a dangerous offense. They showcase that uh, they've got a talented senior running back who can he's power quick, the ball. He's powerful. And, and he has the name Dion Gunter. We talked about at halftime, he's averaging, he has only gotten 10 carries. So even though he's got. 36 yards on ten car- 34 yards, that's not bad yard- yardage per carry. Yeah,
2: those, but those are a meaningful 34 yards. You mean, if you get 34 yards between the 40s or between the 30s, those are not really meaningful yards. If you get 34 yards between the 30 and the goal line, 30 and goal line going either way, those are meaningful yards. And so all of his yards – I've been on the positive side of the field.
5: And as we're as we're getting ready here, what would you expect there to be for the halftime adjustments? I mean, we're going to see the Upperman Bees get the ball first coming out of halftime because White House they got the ball first. They had a long opening drive that was very successful. How can Upperman replicate a lot of that
2: success? Well, I've been wrong about three times tonight, and if I'm wrong again i'm going to say upperman's going to take this second half kickoff and i say they're going to try to work all the third quarter clock that they can now with that being said they'll probably drop back on first down and sling it for an 80 yard touchdown pass and and my whole philosophy of what upperman wants to do is out the window Mm -hmm. but i really think they will try to try to milk some clock right here and get seven points on the board and let their defense go to work Talking about the defense, though, I think the defense was a little shell-shocked in the first half. I think they came out expecting one thing, got another. I, I don't exactly know what you know what they talked about during practice this week when it comes to the Blue Devils' offense, but it just seemed like anything the Blue Devils ran was for positive yards. And Flags was a key major player in the first half. There's quite a few against the Bees. Not quite enough against the blue Devils and it, sh- and, it, and, it, and, it and it milked it, it changed the time of possession there. I love that you mentioned the
5: flags because we you talked about how there was that long the longest three and out you 've ever seen where it was like eight plays but a three and out because there was so many penalties that just kept happening on on those plays yeah, and
2: even when they actually got an actual playoff, it was a loss of yards, so it was not a real that was not something you. Look at the film and go. We, we we need to break this down because you don't want to look at that anymore.
5: Exactly, and so we'll have to see. Um, we'll we'll have to see what uh, you know what adjustments they make to try to have a better a better drive here this time, so they can avoid more things like that happening. And now Whitehouse is ready to kick it off to Upperman to begin this third quarter. An exciting second half is about to be underway as both teams are all tied up. Here goes the kick. And Upperman fields it cleanly. Cutting upfield, spinning off tacklers. Turnbow fights and gets to the 35-yard line.
2: That's a pretty good return right there for Turnbow.
5: Incredible return as it gets them to the 35-yard line, spinning off defenders. He fielded it cleanly. That was, that was a good, good fielding from him as well. So now it's going to be first and 10 from their own 35.
2: We'll see right here if Upperman goes back to their bread and butter that they normally normally work with on a, on a regular basis.
5: Yeah, Coach Kane has been known to have more of a conservative approach, running the ball well and playing great defense. And now they hand it off to Polk, who fights forward and picks up what looks to be a...
2: I think he's got nine there, but.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's close. Sorry, I got a little ahead of myself. Second and one for Ethan Polk.
2: See, bread and butter. First play of the second half, Hand it off to the power back, straight up the field, dragging defenders with him. Now you're not behind the chains. Second and one.
5: And we've said, like, at halftime, Ethan Polk only had two carries in the first half. Two for 17 yards. That's way too minimal for number 21.
2: He almost doubled his uh, <laughs> yardage output on one carry.
5: And now they're going to hand off to Polk again. Fights forward, and this is definitely going to be an upperman first down, no doubt about it. That's a gain of about three or four.
2: Looks like a give him give the 47.
5: So first... First and 10 now on the 46-yard line, 10.50 remaining in in the third quarter.
2: Two carries, 12 yards, all 21 right there.
5: Yep, they're trying to get the ball more to Ethan Polk. As you said, bread and butter, that's what they've been known for all season. And now Bronson Chaffin sends a guy in motion. Drops back, throws it to Carmine Phillips, who is in motion, and he gains a few yards there. It looks like it's going to be second and, mm-hmm. second and nine.
2: Yeah, he go. only got one. I thought he might have got real close to the 50, but I guess his knee went down a little bit sooner than that.
5: So it's going to be second and nine ball on the 48-yard line with 10-15 remaining here on Upperman's opening second-half drive.
2: So we've almost milked two minutes of this clock. So I I, I thought they might try to drain the third quarter clock a little bit on this drive.
5: And now they send number 13 motion, but they hand it off to Polk right up the middle, fights forward, and get, gets another solid gain. So it's going to be third and about third and about five to go, I'd say. I think it was about a four-yard gain. Yeah, game. it puts
2: them in White House territory at the forty seven.
5: So it's going to be third and about five in White House territory on the 47-yard line. Another good run from Ethan Paul. But now on this third and medium, we'll have to see what Upperman decides to go to. Yeah,
2: anything positive right here puts Upperman in a kind of a no-man's land on going for it on fourth down if they don't get it.
5: So third and four. Bronson Chaffin keeps it, quarterback keeper. He's got blockers in front of him. He's got an easy first down, and he runs out of bounds at around the 37-yard line. That was just too easy for the Upperman Bees and Bronson Chaffin.
2: Well, they tried to run that earlier in the first half. It was successful then, but there was a little laundry on the field. This time the blockers got out in front, kept their arms inside, and took care of business. That resets the chains for the Bees clock still well he ran out of bounds so the clock stops there but uh we'll be able to start a new drive a new series on this drive first and 10
5: from the 37 yard line and he hands off to Ethan Polk making a nice move getting through the hole and Ethan Polk picking up more solid yardage that's that's just
2: tough running right there just tough running
5: that's at least a six yard gain and, yeah, it's going to, it looks like it's going to be second and about, second and four, second and five. There is a player down, though. You know what?
2: Ethan Polk is not extremely fast. He does have good wide-open field speed. He can break away from you. But what he is is he's, he's a lower your shoulders. He's kind of squirrely in, in, in the hole. He just doesn't fit on the pads the right way sometimes. So that, that helps him.
5: And he's got so much power and I just feel like you think a lot of that is just determination from Ethan Polk.
2: Oh yeah, he's he that kid's definitely got a lot of heart and a lot of physical ability in the in the sport of football and, and he uses it every time he touches the football or needs to make a play for the team.
5: Yeah, just, just a tough runner. And, and clearly, they're gonna they're gonna be utilizing more. Unfortunately, the offensive lineman number 55, who was down, he gets right back up for Upperman. That is great a great sign to see as he's going back to the sideline.
2: Yeah, he'll probably take a little breather. I think we'll see him back in there pretty soon.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, fortunately, um, you know, he got right back up, so that's that's a very pleasant uh, sight to see. So now it's second and five, ball on the 32 yard line. remaining in the third quarter. As you said, Upperman, they're trying to kind of replicate Whitehouse's opening drive as they um, are trying to bleed a lot of clock themselves. Here goes Chaffin, back to pass, throws it deep. He's got a guy, and Uh. it's incomplete, but there's a flag on the play. Looks like this could be defensive pass interference.
2: I think you're right, but don't speculate until this referee actually points. And that's what it was. Okay. I was
5: counting my chickens a little bit before they hatched there, but, I mean, it it did seem.
2: So that's going to be 15 yards going in the upperman direction.
5: So a catch is not made, but it's a 15-yard gain nonetheless, so a good play from the upperman bees. Gives them another first down. Yeah, this ball is going to be placed at around, was that the 18-yard line? 17, 18, 17 yard line. First and 10 from the 17 with 8.24 remaining in the third quarter. Bees with a successful opening second half drive. Chaffin gets it, hands off to Polk. Polk looking for space. He cuts to the outside. Polk still moving, holding defenders
2: forward. I think he's got another first down. I think he's inside the five to about the four.
5: That's what the referees are signaling. And yes, it is a first and goal for the Upperman Bees. There's Ethan Polk. Why weren't they doing this in the first half? Well, it
2: was all the flags. That's why they couldn't use Ethan in the first in the first half because of the penalties, because of, of getting behind the chains. And it's just hard to give it to your to your workhorse when you have to get chunks of yards, but I mean he's having no issue getting chunks of yards right now. First and goal from the four-yard
5: line. The Upperman B is threatening, trying to take the lead for the first time in this game. Chaffin, quarterback keeper, cuts up field, doesn't quite get there. Looks like he's down at around the one-yard line. It's going to be second and goal now with seven and a half minutes remaining in this third quarter. Jason, this opening drive for Upperman is looking very similar to Whitehouse's opening drive to start this game.
2: If if they would have punched it in right there, it would have been pretty much the same amount of time. But they're going to be able to milk a few more seconds off the clock by having a second down here. And here we go.
5: Second and goal from the two-yard line. Bronson Chaffin hands up to Ethan Polk up the middle. They're fighting hard, and he doesn't quite get there.
2: I had him at the one... Previously, I'm going to keep it at the one. So we're under under seven minutes now, though.
5: Under seven minutes to go, third and goal from the one or two-yard line. Yeah, they're going to say the one-yard line, third and goal from the one. This is a big-time play in this game here. The Upperman Bees looking to punch this ball in and take the lead for the first time in this game. And Ethan Polk is in the backfield next to Bronson Chaffin. Now he this, shifts to the far This might be a slant. Chaffin keeps it, dives into the end zone. If he's not in. Touchdown. He leaped over the top. And as you're right, Jason, that seemed pretty clear that his body was in there.
2: So it, they, I mean, they made me look like a genius, on that drive. (laughs) I mean, almost six minutes off the clock, they did their bread and butter, Ethan Paul carried the load, six points, back in control, ready for the extra point.
5: And the extra point is good. So with 6.22 remaining in the third quarter, the Upperman Bees have 21, and the hometown White House Blue Devils have 14.
13: Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland.
2: Yeah, I saw it. I ate it too. The Upperman Bees are about to
5: kick this ball off back to the White House Blue Devils after having a very, very nice opening drive in the second half. They'll kick this ball back to White House with 6.22 remaining in the third quarter.
2: I mean, the defense has to pull... It don't have to be a three and out, but it needs to be a get the ball out of their hands quick.
5: And this ball is kicked off. White House fields it cleanly. Number 21's got it. Looking for space. Blockers upfield. And, yes, there's the flag for the block in the back. So this play is going to move backwards a little bit.
2: Yep. They'll spot this from the 25, about the 25. So it'll be 15-yard line.
5: And that is gonna be by far the worst field position for White House tonight.
2: Well, when White House had their start at the thirty-five yard line, it was not a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a big deal. Well earlier in the in the first quarter, like I was saying
5: the first half, White House continuously had really great field position. I think that has made a big difference and, and they scored two touchdowns. Not one of those was not off of that, but uh, the first one was. But now, recently, they've been having not-so-good field position. This is the worst they've had so far.
2: And, and it's a mental thing for your defense. If, if you're starting with half the field just to defend, you get a little pressure on you.
5: And now we'll see what this White House offense can do. Tanner Hayes pitches it backwards to his running back, and he doesn't gain much off of that. That was Michael Albin cutting up field. And maybe got back to the line of scrimmage, maybe gained a yard perhaps.
2: I think they're gonna give him two. Okay. But that's I mean that we haven't seen that running back very much for the Blue Devils in the first half. I mean we saw him once, he had a good squirrely run down here towards the goal line. Uh handed it off there. The bees were ready for him on that right side. I mean, second and long. I mean stacking up. If they can hold him to a one or two yard gain here the Might be able to get him off the field.
5: Second and eight. Ball on their own 17-yard line. Here goes Hayes. Hands it off to his running back who will just spin forward, maybe gains another yard or two. It's definitely going to be a third and medium at at least. Yeah, it's going to be about five. So it's going to be third and five, third and six to go here. With five minutes remaining in the third quarter, yeah,
2: yeah. big down right here for the Upper beast defense. If they can put a stop here, and force them to punt, unless they want to do something, you know, weird, uh, this deep in their own territory. But time of possession has now flipped,
5: and now White House, they're going to have to come up with a big play on third and six to go. A year on Senior Night in the third quarter. And they're going to call a timeout right before the delay of game penalty was going to come in. Yep, they gave it to them. So they give Whitehouse the timeout with 4.34 remaining. They've got a huge third down play, and for now it's Upperman 21 and Whitehouse 14
11: numbers are for game stats and scores not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where but you still want technology, convenience and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store Member FDIC, equal housing Lender.
5: Third and six coming up. I'm Devin Hope here with Jason Rogers. Jason, what are
2: you expecting the uh, White House Blue Devils to do on this third and six? It's going to be a pass. I'm pretty sure they're going to pass it. It'll probably be one of those little hitches or little swing passes they ran in the first half. Um, the the Upperman rush was getting better as the half ran on Uh, Clayton Harris number nine got a couple of good hits on the quarterback in the first half I don't think the quarterback has a lot of time to sit down there and let a long route develop but we'll we'll see what happens right here on third down. Tanner Hayes goes back to pass throws
5: it in the middle and it's almost intercepted that was very close I, I seriously almost thought the middle linebacker intercepted that ball but his expression says it all that he did not it was an incomplete pass but three
2: and out for the upperman defense that's huge it's they i mean two minutes two minutes on that three and out was all white house could muster off the clock now it puts the balls back a ball back in upperman's hands all they got to do is do exactly what they did in the opening drive of the second half and now the kick the punt is away it is fielded
5: by number six he turns upfield. He gets past the He's 50, past the 45, oh, runs yeah. into his own blockers and gets to the 40-yard line. Wow. Still a great return for Upperman, and you're right. It seems like the script is now completely flipped. Now it's the Upperman Bees that keep starting off in good field position, and now they're dominating the
2: time of possession. Well, I think maybe the halftime adjustment's got all the engine on the same you know, running all, all cylinders because um, that was one of the, I mean, best defensive stands that they've had all game. Uh, if if Upperman repeats anything like they just did in the open drive, we'll be in the fourth quarter before blue uh, the Blue Devils see the ball again.
5: And now Bronson Chaffin rolls out. He's going to keep it. He cuts up field, and that is going to be a very solid game for Bronson Chaffin, a very uh, – Good gain of about three, maybe four yards there on that run. Maybe actually more like about five yards. Actually, second and five with four minutes to go. Ball on their own. A ball on Whitehouse's 36-yard line. Bronston Chaffin showing that he is a dangerous runner with his legs. He's big. He's strong. Oh, he's got some. He's got some wheels underneath him. And now Chaffin. Rolls out to his left, throw right, excuse me, throws it to number 13. And that's going to be a gain of about four. It looks like it's going to be third and one to go. Fitz on the catch there, uh, gets them down to third and short. So third and one from about the 32. Nope. No, they're giving him a first down. My mistake. The re- head referee came in and said, nope, that is an upperman B's first down. So that is a first down catch from Fitz.
2: And it was a tough catch to make in a defender all over him. He hit him as soon as the ball got there. Fitz held on to it, gave the bees a first down, clock's rolling again, and they're on the move. First and ten from the 31-yard
5: line. Here goes Chaffin, hands off to Ethan Polk. Polk right through the middle, and a stiff arm, and he's going down the sideline, and he's shoved out of bounds close to the five-yard line. The crowd is fired up on the
2: upperman side as Ethan Polk has a monster run. That was. That's going to put him over the 50-yard rushing yard, probably closer to the 75 rushing yard mark for the game. All of that in less than one quarter. Just think if the Bees would have not had as many penalties as they did in the first half, we would have saw probably a lot more of 21, and he would be pushing 200 yards right now. And again, he averages about 100 yards per game. 110, I think, is the number.
5: And so now Upperman, on a good setup. They hand it off to number one who cuts
2: forward. That's Jackson Rollins. He's still fighting, and he fell in the end zone for a touchdown. Oh, my goodness. Jackson Rollins fought through the initial pile, kept spinning forward,
5: and he rolls into the end zone. Incredible play from the Upperman Bees, and now they've taken a two-touchdown lead. Now they're about to attempt the extra point. That's the first time we've called Jackson Rollins' name tonight. Well, he had a run in the first half. Oh yeah, you're you're right. He had a little jet sweep that he ran. Because I've seen him before. He is a talented, talented uh, playmaker. He is. He's got he's got some quickness about him. And now the extra point is good. So with 3:04 remaining in the third quarter, is the Upperman Bees 28. And the White House Blue Devils, 14.
8: Practice here, game day there, you never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice, get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way, always on time for your team.
5: This is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. And the Upperman Bees have now taken a two-touchdown lead over the White House Blue Devils. They now lead the game 28-14 to with 3.04 remaining in the third quarter as they're about to kick it off back to White House.
2: Remember that adrenaline I talked about that you get on senior night? I think that might have had some, some effect on how – uh, White House was playing in the first quarter, and maybe the halftime kind of let it settle down, and now we're back to reality. Well, a short kick. That's going to help the White House Blue Devils as number 23 goes,
5: fights forward, and gets to the 35-yard line. So that was a interesting uh, a moment there for for Upperman. They kicked the ball off short and ended up with Jake
2: Soparonski, who got it to about the 35-yard line. I don't necessarily understand the meaning of that kick because I've seen the upperman kicker at practice. I've seen him kick the ball. He has a leg. We saw in the first half, he stuck one halfway in the end zone. I don't understand giving the ball at the 35 when maybe you could have pinned him back at the 20. And now the White
5: House Blue Devils are trying to have a more successful drive. Tanner Hayes throws it out to number 23, makes a nice move, and picks up some... Good yardage there. That's about a about a six- or seven-yard gain for uh, Jake Soporonsky, Uh the sophomore wide receiver. Yeah, I think they're going to give him the 38. Okay, so that's only a three-yard gain, my mistake. Must have gone down before then. So it's second and seven. Just under two and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. Still a positive play for White House, who went three and out on their last drive. Clock still running. We're closing in on the end of the third here. Now Tanner Hayes puts a couple guys in motion. Hayes gets the ball, hands it off to his running back. Right up the middle. And that's a good gain for the tailback. Got to about the forty-two. That is Michael Albin, 43, and it's going to be a third and third and about three. Short three, long two. So it's a very manageable third and manageable. That was probably the purpose of that Michael Albin run. And now we'll have to see what the White House Blue Devils drop. They cannot afford to go three and out again because that's, that's going to put them in a bad spot for the rest of this game. That's not the final nail in the coffin, but it would be a nail in the coffin. And now Hayes drops back, hands it off to number I don't thirty, think he's gonna get fights it. forward, and it does not look like he got there. He trusted the senior running back Dion Gunter on senior day, and it's going to be a fourth and short. He got maybe a yard, or got a, at least a yard on that play, but it's going to be a fourth and fourth and two with one minute remaining in the third quarter.
2: Ooh, that's the forty. That's I got the forty four, but that's
5: the 43, so. Yeah, good. Yeah, I
2: mean, this is, this is a tough decision. Looks like they're going to go All for right. it. It's not that tough a decision. You're down 14, closing down the fourth quarter. It's, it's a manageable fourth down. Although, if you don't get it, yeah, you Then do. the
5: analytics says your chances of winning, and they're trying to draw them offside. Not so sure that's going to work. Burning a timeout right here. And they take a timeout, so 33 seconds left. White House takes their second timeout. So it'll be a fourth and two. Right now the score is Upperman 28 and White House
20: 14.
11: In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company. Proud supporters of our local athletes.
6: This is the UC Sports Nation
11: Game of the Week.
7: Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. And
5: two with 33 seconds remaining in the third quarter, down two touchdowns. So they need this first down if they want to.
2: That's a punter back there. Back that's, a, that's a punter. I don't. I don't necessarily understand that. If, if oh all my. could be a fake. Could be a
5: fake. And it's not. They punt the ball away. Fair
2: catch. Smart play. Bees take over about their own 16.
5: Yeah, and you're right, uh, Jason. I, I don't understand that. I mean, they used a timeout to think about it, and they decided to punt it. It was a fourth and manageable. So that's another three and out for the for their offense.
2: I mean, you punt that away, you give Upperman the ball, you know they can take time off the clock. I mean, it's basically that's – I mean, you're not waving the white flag, but the white flag is being put on the pole. Mm. Or they're just
5: really trusting their defense now, but after what's happened lately, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's that maybe that's what the coach is trying to signal to his team, perhaps, his confidence in his defense. Well
2: the defense didn't do a whole lot with Ethan on the last two drives, so
5: Well now here's Chaffin. and of course they're gonna hand it off to Ethan Polk who goes right through the middle again. And Polk with uh, some more Good yardage. That's going to be a great carry on first down. It's going to make it a second and about five to go as the third quarter is winding down. Might be the last play of the third quarter. Looks yeah, like going, it is. Yeah, they're going to the quarter. So, at the end of the third quarter, the ball is now on the 21-yard line for uppermint. It's second and five as they will head into the fourth. As the Upperman Bees have 28 and the White House Blue Devils have 14. What? Oh. But that was only once in the
1: the plumber who does it right a l plumbing who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing call a l plumbing and get the job done right the owner shows up at every call that's commitment to doing the job right put the number in your phone 319-6395 the plumber who does it right and knows his stuff 319-6395 call for emergencies call for modeling and renovations call for new construction the plumber who does it right a l plumbing
8: practice here game day there you never have any time so stop at the place that's always on time on the way a crispy salty snack ice cold drinks to cool off after practice get your team and your ride fueled at on the way 859 west jackson street when life empties your tank fill up at on the way get snacks fill up the mom taxi at on the way 859 west jackson across from the funeral home easy in and out before you hit the road or after that next practice hit on the way always on time for your team
2: First down right here will go a long way in clock management.
5: And they hand it off. Or, no, sorry, excuse me. Bronson Chatham keeps it, and he gains. He's close, but he That's ain't got it, I don't about think. four yards.
2: It's at the 25. If that gets the clock running. And now it's
5: third and one. 11.30 remaining in the fourth quarter as we just got underway. And now here we go. Ethan Polk has the ball. He got some space. He finds the hole still forward, fighting still going forward still, still fighting, fighting and gets close to the 40 my goodness Ethan Paul just kept fighting through defenders and he gets around the 38 yard line they're
2: going to give him a really bad spot for the effort that he gave they're going to put it down at the 38 I promise you he made it almost to the 40 but Upperman will take it first and 10 clock starts moving again
5: First and ten on the 38-yard line, and the Upperman B is—I mean, that—that that was a, another great run from Ethan Paul because he's—they've completely flipped the script from him. From, yeah,
2: you're looking at about—you're looking at about nine and a half minutes of of, uh,
5: and now they hand it off to number one, who goes right to the 45-yard line, maybe 44-yard line. Incredible run just to give. Polk, some rest there. They handed off to number one that time.
2: You're looking at nine and a half minutes of time of possession for Upperman in the second half right now. That is a humongous turnaround from the first
20: half.
5: Yeah, this is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. And the Upperman Bees are trying to bleed out this clock as they have a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. Second and four now for the Bees. Chaffin hands it off to number one again who speeds forward and gets a first down and a whole lot more. Gets to around the 50-yard line. So that's a six-yard gain when they only needed four, and now we're under 10 minutes to go. And they're at midfield. This is looking like another good drive for the Upperman Bees.
2: I mean, even at this point in time, if if Upperman stalls out, they've done exactly what they've needed to do. they took some more time off the clock. They wore that Blue Devils defense down. Uh, I mean, you want a successful end to your drive, but when you've got a two-touchdown lead, you do what you can to just try to end the game. And here goes Chaffin. Yeah. Back
5: to pass, throws it deep, and he misses Br- Branson Turnbow out of bounds. But, wow, he threw it pretty far there.
2: Pretty far out of bounds. That was probably about four yards out of bounds. <laughs> He's
5: trying to show off the arm strength, but... uh. Needs a little bit more accuracy. Uh, um, not sure what the referee uh, was talking about there. I missed that.
2: Uh, probably a little chippiness going on. I mean, these two these two teams are not rivals by any means. But I mean, you're getting beat on senior night. Things start getting a little chippy. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's just football.
5: Yes. And and White House does play two region opponents as their next two games. Now here goes a handoff to number one. Gets a few gets a couple of yards there, so it's gonna be a third and eight from White House's forty-eight yard line, nine twenty remaining in the third quarter.
2: Speaking of rivalries, you got Stone Memorial coming to the hive next year at Billy C. Rogers or next week at Billy C. Rogers Stadium. You want a loud and crowded place to go on a Friday night? Show up in Baxter, seven o'clock next Friday. You'll have a loud and a loud and wild crowd that night. That'll be a
5: huge game. As Chaffin hands off to Polk, fights forward, and gains maybe a yard. Yeah, probably a play. yard. So it's going to be fourth and seven in White House territory.
2: I don't, I don't see any reason to punt. I would just go for it anyways.
5: Because hey, if you get the first down, it's a dagger. Boom. But if you don't, I mean, White House still has a lot of work to do.
2: But the defense is playing really well. You, you could pin them deep, let them do their work.
5: I would say this is a good game for White House because after this, they do play two region opponents on the road back to back. So this is a tough end to their schedule. I will say they're five and two, but tough, tough end to their schedule. If we're playing a team like Upperman. That's certainly going to help toughen White House up. And now, a timeout taken by the Upperman Bees, with eight minutes and 10 seconds left. It's a fourth and seven to go, Upperman 28 and White House
20: 14.
0: A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new X-Mark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment. 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust X-Mark mowers two to one over the next best-selling brand.
5: on a fourth and seven will punch this football away eight minutes and ten seconds remaining here they go to punt and it is not a good punt at all shanked it a little bit and we'll have to see where the referees mark this one
2: Hmm. don't think that's how they drew that one up
5: yeah I, i don't think so As now the White House Blue Devils are going to have the ball on, that's about the 28-yard
2: line. I'm going to give them the 27. So just a quick update. Cookville looks like they're going to hand Lincoln County a loss. It's 41-13 right now.
5: Alright, here goes White House lining up now. They broke the huddle. They need a big score to get back in this game. Here goes the quarterback, drops back, throws it deep, looking for 21, and he couldn't find them. Wow, that was that was close to being a big connection, but not quite there. He's looking for Kenny Holtz, his star receiver, and that pass was just a little bit off from Tanner Hayes.
2: Also another update. Trousdale County beat Monterey twenty-eight nothing.
5: That's rough for Monterey. I don't think they've won a single home game yet this season. I've been to two home games in the, already this year. And lovely stadium, amazing press box, everything. Loved that environment there. I, I just wish they would have a home win at some point. There they hand it off to number one. Here he goes, cutting up field. Huge run for the White House Blue Devils. That's going to take them down to around the 42-yard line. Incredible play from Michael Albin. He got the ball, sped through the hole, and now the White House Blue Devils pick up a huge first down, but the clock is
2: moving. Yep, the clock is their enemy right now. Um, they're going to have to get a little more uh, motivation. They're not moving like they're not desperate enough right now.
5: Yeah, they need to move with some
2: more urgency for sure. Urgency was the word I was looking for.
5: And here goes Her- uh back to pass. Throwing it deep. He's got number 21, but this pass is well underthrown, but that's going to be an obvious pass interference call right there. Tanner Hayes threw it well underthrown, and the defensive back never turned around.
2: No, I mean, he gave zero effort to turn around. He stuck his arms up, hovered over the top of him. All he had to do was turn around, and it probably would have hit him in the stomach.
5: Mm -hmm. Could have been an interception, which really would have probably been the end of this one instead. It's going to be a first down for the White House Blue Devils. Now, just to warn you, the two Upperman games that I have called so far have both been nail biters, I will say. They've both been some of Upperman's closer games. So, they may not want me hanging around too much after this, because once again, this might be a relatively closer one than expected as well. But here goes Tanner Hayes, first and ten on the 44-yard line. Fakes the handoff, drops back to pass, throws it deep. He's looking for number five, and it's intercepted. Beautiful interception by number one on Upperman. He fights through a couple of tacklers, gets past the 30, at around the
2: 35-yard line. So he redeemed himself from the previous play when he could have had the interception, maybe on the underthrown ball. This one played perfectly by Jackson Rollins picks it off, and takes it back. I mean, he was determined they got him out around the 40-ish, I guess.
5: That was an incredible interception. I mean, he read it perfectly. Tanner Hayes, you know, just trying to throw it down there, make something happen. It was double coverage. Uh, just, Just a great, great overall play from that guy, number one there on Upperman.
2: So seven minutes to go. Upper mid-ball, up two scores. I don't see a lot of fanciness about to happen. Just see a lot of smash mouth run the clock football.
5: With seven minutes remaining in the game, they're on the 40-yard line. Chaffin hands off to Polk, fighting forward. Gains about four or five yards once again. Give him three. Yeah, I was being a bit generous there. That's a three-yard gain for Ethan Polk.
2: But the thing about it is, is if White House don't know it, they should have about eight in the box right now. Mm.
5: They should because they desperately need this ball back. I mean, if they have any chance at all, they need Upperman to turn the ball over and they need to go down and score quickly. And they have eight in the box. And now Chaffin's going to keep it, faking out everybody. And he gets a huge first down, and he gets taken down. My goodness, he gets shoved out of bounds and around the White House 33-yard line. What a run from Bronson Chaffin. They loaded the box. Everybody went to the uh, right, and Chaffin went to the left.
2: And if you notice, about the 35, Chaffin gave the old fake baseball slide. (laughs) Got another three yards.
5: That was an incredible run from Bronson Chaffin. And now it is first and ten on the 33-yard line, six minutes and 11 seconds
2: remaining because he ran out of bounds. That stopped the clock. The only thing that was wrong with that play. They're backing it up to the 38. Don't know uh, why, but they
6: maybe, did.
5: Maybe I guess because he stepped out of bounds earlier. It's still a first and ten, still a big gain. No. Hold on a second. Sorry, I'm not sure what these referees are talking about here.
2: So they're but, they're moving the original line of scrimmage back to the 38. I mean. But are
5: they saying it's a
2: it, it's first think, down. It's first okay. down. No, it's,
5: it's first down. It doesn't really matter. There's, it's first down. Chaffin hands off to Paul, goes right up the middle, huge gain, and gets another first down. So it doesn't really matter at the end of the day there. So
2: you remember the fake baseball slide? I think that's what they called. I think they said that he was about to give himself up, and they marked him at that spot. Mm. That makes sense.
5: Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, they've had to watch that as more players have tried to do that. and. Now with under six minutes remaining, it's a first and 10 on the 25-yard line of Whitehouse, and this second half has been domination from the Upperman
2: Bees. Yeah, that's that's the only words you can use for it. I mean, offense, defense, they had the, the one bad punt. That's the only thing that really went wrong with this second half. And so now, up
5: 28-14, to Chaffin hands it off to Paul, goes right through the middle, fights forward, and it's another good gain from Ethan Polk and the clock keeps moving. I feel like he's got to, he's I feel like he's gotta have around a hundred yards now. I think he's
2: got his average plus some right now.
5: Yeah, this second half has been a complete turnaround for Ethan Polk and this Upperman offense. They got back to their bread and butter, they got back to what they're really good at. And they're killing the clock. Second and three with five minutes to go on White House's eighteen yard line. At the moment, all hope seems lost for the White House Blue Devils. All White House can hope for is a bad snap or a fumble. But Chaffin gets the ball, hands off to number one, goes through the middle, trying <laughs> to see if he got that first down. They haven't marked it yet. And it looks like it is a Upperman bees. First down.
2: Change will get set. Clock will still run. It's going to be under four minutes next time they snap the football.
5: My goodness, first and ten from the 15-yard line, approaching
2: four minutes to go.
20: Hey Jim, Tony's got 10 seconds.
2: I see a timeout in the future of the Upperman Bees. Perhaps because they're taking a while. Nope.
5: Nope. They hand it off to number one. Goes right up the middle, and he gains a few yards. So it's going to be second and about uh, second about seven or eight. He gained one. They gave him one yard. Oh wow! I thought he got more than that. But oh yeah, you're right. Second and nine. Three and a half minutes remaining now.
2: Still moves the clock. Very ungenerous spot.
5: Yeah, I thought for sure he had rolled. I thought he had rolled on top of the guy, maybe got three yards. But they uh, they they spot they spot him only a one yard gain. That was my mistake. But second and nine, approaching three minutes to go in the fourth quarter.
2: Chaffin high snap and
5: it's fumbled. White House thinks they've got it. I think they. I
2: think they do have it. The
5: White House Blue Devils. Get the ball, and maybe, just maybe, a miracle can still happen on senior night. 3.05 remaining, and the White House Blue Devils will have it first and 10 on their own 14-yard line. There is a flag that just got thrown, though. Could be an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty.
2: I think this one might go on the soon-to-be offense. I mean, there's a lot of things you could do late in the football game, but recovering a football down by 14 and getting a bad penalty is not one of them.
5: That certainly does not help White House's cause.
2: They're offsetting. Never mind. Both
5: both teams committed an unsportsmanlike conduct, so it doesn't really matter.
2: So you're about to see number 19 drop back and fling it.
5: Mm -hmm. Tanner Hayes has not been terribly successful at that yet he wasn't the first half an interception
2: on his last pass though
5: he did an interception he was off on another pass but we'll see a redemption attempt for the quarterback tanner hayes who again was solid but he has yet to throw a touchdown pass in this game
2: chaffin just went without the ball on that last play for upperman he just never secured it before he took some steps and that's why it was a fumble And now
5: 3.05 remaining on their own 17. Hayes throws it out to the flats, gets it to number 23, who gets out of bounds. I don't know if he got out of bounds or not. Oh, yeah, they're saying the clock is still moving, so that was not a good play from Whitehouse. If he had gotten out of bounds, that would have been a different thing, but that's only a three-yard gain, and the clock keeps moving, so a bad play
2: from the Blue Devils. I mean, they need to move quickly. Yeah, there's, there's, there's got to be more urgency here. They got one timeout, and no, the clock's not in their favor. So Tanner Hayes gets
5: the ball, drops back. He's and got, now he's got Clayton Harris in his face. Throws it downfield, and he completes it. And number 21, Kenny Holtz, gets out of bounds on a huge first down pass. Wow, that was close because you're right, Harris was all over. Hey, uh, Hayes, right there.
2: He's been, Clayton Harris has been really, really close tonight on a couple occasions. If he gets enough attempts, I think he's going to get a sack before this game's over with. Now, Tanner Hayes
5: back to pass, throws it. He's got a guy trying to make a couple moves, cuts up field, So, no he doesn't first get down, out of no out of bounds. Trenton McCormick makes the catch, moves to the middle of the field. Now it's under two minutes to go, and they're still down by two touchdowns. Second second and five to go now. Ball on the forty-five-yard line in White House territory. Hayes throws it. His receiver wasn't ready, and it goes right off of Kenny Holt's hands. So it's going to be third and five from their own 45 with a minute 42 remaining. So it does stop the clock at least. But wow, White House. I mean, they have basically no time. they got to heave this one to the end zone pretty soon here if they want to have any, any chance of winning this game. A minute 42 remaining. Third and four on the 45-yard line on senior night, trying to upset the undefeated Bees down by two touchdowns. Timeout. And they will take... Was this their last? This is their third timeout. Yeah, they took
2: a timeout with the clock stopped, which is also a little head scratching. So,
5: head scratching timeout from White House Blue Devils. A minute 42 remaining, and Upperman has 28, and White House has 14.
4: Hi, this is David Price, your Twin Lakes business solutions consultant. The speed of business is moving faster than ever, and for your business to thrive, you need Internet that can keep up. At Twin Lakes, we deliver tailored business solutions like cutting-edge phone systems, enhanced voicemail, top-notch conferencing services. With these speeds, you can power through tasks and connect as many devices as your business requires, all without missing a beat. Ready to bring your business up to speed? Contact us today at 476-2151 or visit us online at TwinLakes.net.
5: Devils, third and four on their own 45-yard line, down by two touchdowns with a minute 42 remaining. On senior night, Tanner Hayes throws it out to number 25, who's tackled well shy of the first down. He got it to McCormick, but it's not going to be enough. It's going to be fourth
2: and about four to go. But there's no decision to make here. You're going to keep your offense out on the field. You're going to try to get these two or three yards that you need for a first down just to keep this drive alive and then start from scratch. But the clock is not in their favor. At most, they've got six plays they can run at this point in time. So we get
5: close to a minute remaining. Hayes, back to pass, throws it. He's got number 21, but he overthrows him, and that'll be the game. He overthrows number 21, Kenny Holtz, his star receiver. That one's out of bounds. And Upperman will take over with a minute and four seconds
2: remaining. Yep, you take a couple of knees here. You head back to Baxter on your bus with a win under your belt. You go 8-0, ready for your arrivals of Stone Memorial to come to town next Friday
5: night. Exactly. Even though Upperman has the U logo, they don't want to make the same mistake the Miami Hurricanes made last Saturday when they... Ran the ball, fumbled it, and caused a miracle to happen. They're likely just going to take a couple of knees here.
2: Well, that was a miracle, but I think I think the Blue Devils would need two miracles. Yeah, that's true. And now Chaffin gets the ball, takes a knee.
5: So this got to snap it one moving. more time.
2: As soon as they start the clock.
5: Now, it took them a second to get that clock moving. It doesn't
2: doesn't matter. I mean, all they got to do is get it under 40 seconds.
5: And they absolutely can. So, Upperman will come away with an impressive win here. As for White House, they will get their third loss of the season. But, again, the Bees are a really tough opponent. They haven't lost yet. They'll improve to 8-0 and as Chaffin takes one more knee. The clock
2: continues to move. Yep, that, that's, that's it. There's no more snaps. Bees played an excellent second half, did exactly what they should have been doing in the first half, minus all the penalties, which kept them from doing that. But uh, you drive an hour and a half to play an opponent, you don't want to go back an hour and a half with the L in the column, and they they avoided that tonight. And so, with that, as
5: they get to the handshake line, the Upperman Bees head on the road, take on the White House Blue Devils, and come away with a 28 to 14 victory to get themselves to eight and zero. White House falls to five and three on the season, and that'll do it for us uh, for the game here in White House, Tennessee. One more time here. Upperman 28, White House, 14.
12: The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week.
7: Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's action, sponsored by Twin Lakes. Broadband, TV, phone, security. The Upper Cumberland's Twin Lakes. Gentry's Power Equipment. Your hometown mark dealer. Sales, service. The mower to get the work done. And by Zach the Car Guy, Broad Street, Cookville. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve from Zach the Car Guy.
10: Hi, this is Emily Gibson, your Twin Lake Security Consultant. Halloween is just around the corner, and as spooky season approaches, it's crucial to ensure your home stays safe and secure. Twin Lake Security offers doorbell cameras, video monitoring, smoke and motion detectors, and more. For additional peace of mind, add smart home automation so you can control your system from anywhere using your smartphone, tablet, or computer. Imagine the peace of mind knowing that you can see who's at your doorstep even when you're out trick-or-treating with your little ones. Call 528-2005 or visit TwinLakes.net now.
19: You've been dreaming of that car for a long time. And you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better
9: rates because one size doesn't fit all. What's in your heart?
10: Providing kids a chance to learn and grow.
9: Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UC EMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UC EMC Cares partner. And every month your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar.
10: And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart?
1: The plumber who does it right. a l Plumbing. Who has time for a turnover when the toilets are overflowing? Call a Plumbing and get the job done right. The owner shows up at every call. That's commitment to doing the job right. Put the number in your phone. 319-6395. The plumber who does it right and knows his stuff. 319-6395. Call for emergencies. Call for remodeling and renovations. Call for new construction. The plumber who does it right. a Plumbing.
5: Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7 sees the Upperman Bees stand with an 8-0 record as they come on the road and defeat the White House Blue Devils 28-14. The Blue Devils have a 5-3 record. So let's just go over this game real quick. My name is Devin Hoke here to give you some of this post-game summary. And the first half was completely different than the second half. The story of the first half was a very evenly fought game. Uh, Upperman was hurt badly by penalties in the first half. White House was benefited by special teams being set up in plus territory multiple times. And so the score at the end of the first half was 14-14. to However, in the second half, Upperman made some adjustments and everything changed. They started the ball. They started with the ball to start the second half, and they had a long opening drive, very similar to Whitehouse's opening drive, and it ended with a touchdown with six minutes and 22 seconds remaining. It was a Bronston Chaffin touchdown. He dove over the top, literally half of his body, half of his six foot four frame was in the end zone. So that was a rushing touchdown for Bronson Chaffin, and then Whitehouse High School got the ball back and immediately went three and out, punted the ball back. Upperman gets the ball, has three huge plays of 41 yards, 36 yards, and 31 yards, and then they get a six-yard uh, rushing touchdown to number one with three minutes and four seconds remaining in the third quarter to take a 28 to 14 lead. And then Whitehouse gets the ball again. It ends up being a fourth and two. They take a timeout. We believe that they're going to go for it, being down, down, two touchdowns late in the third quarter. They decide to punt the ball, which is pretty shocking in our opinion. And so they punt the ball back to Upperman High School. They have a long drive, don't come away with points, but still kills a lot of clock. Eventually... Upperman High School ends up with another drive. However, they fumble the ball, give the ball back to Whitehouse. Maybe there's a little bit of life left for the Blue Devils. However, uh, they don't do well in the clock management and and eventually uh, do not end up coming away with any points. They turn it over on downs after going for a pass, and that is the end for Whitehouse here. The Upperman Bees, they're looking legit once again. They flip the script from the first half to the second half, and they end up coming into lovely White House, Tennessee, on a beautiful, beautiful Friday night, and come away with a 28-14 victory. So once again, just to reiterate here, it was Upperman 28 and White House 14.
23: Is slow internet driving you baddie? This Halloween season, break free from the curse of sluggish connections. With Twin Lakes Fiber Internet, you can say goodbye to haunted buffering screens and hello to a screaming fast internet experience. With dedicated connections and speeds up to 10 gig, you can connect all of your devices and stream your favorite shows without any scary interruptions. Don't let slow internet haunt you any longer. Call 800-644-8582 or visit TwinLakes.net and leave the slow speeds in the dark.
12: At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care.
10: Skip the
13: ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained, board
8: certified in sports medicine.
12: Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday 8 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community.
23: Tier 1 Urgent Care.
12: When you're looking for
23: help
11: getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.
19: You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. 4.7
5: 4.7 and this game was decided by an outstanding performance by upperman high school and particularly my personal player of the game bronston chaffin and why do i say that well that's because bronston chaffin threw for uh six, it went six for 10 for 134 yards and a passing touchdown but also had 15 carries for 60 yards and two rushing touchdowns now he did have that fumble late however It didn't really matter in the end, so I still consider him the player of the game. Jackson Rollins had seven carries for 35 yards and a touchdown, which ultimately ended up being the one that put them up 28-14. to And Ethan Polk, complete turnaround after halftime. He only had 17 yards in the first half. In the second half, 15 carries. And he ends up with 120 total yards, so incredible rushing from him. And then Branson Turnbow led the way receiving with a one catch for 76-yard touchdown. Now as we take a look at the White House Blue Devils, let's take a look at Hayes, their starting quarterback, who, you know, Tanner Hayes was all right, 14 for 24 for 154 yards, but two interceptions, just couldn't come up with the big plays late. Dion Gunter, they went to him early in the first half, but in the second half, he only had one carry, which was a huge mistake in my opinion. Ended up with uh, 11 rushes for 35 yards and a touchdown. 34 of those 35 yards came in the first half. So whereas Ethan Polk completely changed from one half to another, so did Dion Gunter. And then receiving-wise, Kenny Holt was clearly the star receiver. Three catches for 44 yards. For uh, White House and the time of possession, heavily favored White House in the first half. It was practically double what Upperman's was. However, by the end of the game, the Upperman bees just barely edge out White House with 17:52 time of possession and White House
2: 16:54. Yeah, so, if I'm not mistaken, White House had 13 minutes of time of possession in the first half, and Upperman had six and a half. Outstanding, an incredible turnaround for
5: the Upperman Bees. And those were a final look at the stats from One Bank, as that was looking at the numbers presented by One Bank.
17: Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. In every game, every quarter, every play,
11: teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with The Property Company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company, proud supporters of our local athletes.
16: Experience. To keep your plumbing working in your home or business the way it should. 22 years. Experience means something when you call Charles Stone. 16 years. 30 years. One call to Charles Stone and your plumbing issue is resolved. Call 526-5023 now and get $25 off your plumbing service. $25 off right now on Plumbing Work with Charles Stone. With your call to 526-5023, that experience goes to work for your family. Less downtime, less money out of your pocket. Keep the number handy. 526-5023. 526-5023. HVAC. Plumbing. Electrical. Charles Stone brings experience. To fix your problem. Your plumbing will be working hard for you for years to come. $25 off your plumbing service right now. 526-5023. Experience to keep your AC running this summer and beyond. Charles Stone. Let us fix your problem.
7: Are you pregnant, a new mom, or a caregiver? Then save the date. Tuesday from 11 to 1. The Putnam County Health Department is partnering with UT Extension to
8: host a community baby shower. We're ready to shower you with education, resources, and giveaways too. Tuesday from 11 to 1 for this free community event at the Putnam County Health Department located on County Services Drive in Cookville. Let us celebrate you and your little one by teaching you the keys and offering resources for you to provide the best care.
5: Upperman bees stand with a record of eight and zero after defeating the uh, White House High School Blue Devils twenty eight to fourteen. The Blue Devils drop to five and three. Elsewhere around the UC Sports Nation on the Frontier Chevrolet Upper Cumberland Sports Nation scoreboard, we'll take a look at some of these other main scores from around the Upper Cumberland. Let's take a look first at uh, let's just take a look at Monterey real quick. So Trousdale County came into Monterey High School and defeated the Wildcats 28 to nothing on the road. So Trousdale County improves to four and four. Monterey falls to four and four. Uh, you know, really unfortunate uh, for the Monterey Wildcats there. Also, Westmoreland goes on the road and loses to Smith County. Smith County beats Westmoreland 27 to nothing. so Smith County improves to seven and two. Also, another final score: the Cookville Cavaliers go on the road against Lincoln County and defeat Lincoln County 41 to 13. So that was an impressive win for the Cookville Cavaliers. Also looking for the York game. There it is. York Institute beat Friendship Christian 8-7 to seven on the road. What do you think about that one, Jason? I that, told you close. it would be a
2: different outcome than it was at halftime.
5: Yeah, yeah. Uh, York was down 7 to nothing at halftime against Friendship Christian. They end up scoring a touchdown, I guess, um, or two maybe point a conversion. safety or a two-point conversion, one of those two and York Institute improves to 8 and 0, still undefeated. Friendship Christian falls to 6 and 2. Let's just take a look here. Elsewhere around the Upper Cumberland, we still are waiting for a final score between Clay County and Red Boiling Springs. At halftime, Clay County was up 28 to 7. Right now it's saying late in the third quarter Clay County is the Clay County Bull, Bulldogs are leading Red Boiling Springs 35 to 9 late in the third quarter but it's been saying that for a little while but that's what that says Clay County currently 5 and 2 Red Boiling Springs 4 and 3 Clay County leads them 35 to 9 So stop by Frontier Chevy Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston When your team is ready for a new or pre owned vehicle, a full recap of all the action and interviews with the coaches will be tomorrow morning at 9. The high school playbook will be on the Rock 93.7. Okay, so, you know, we saw one thing from the first half, and then we saw a completely different Upperman team in the second half. What really changed in this
2: game, Jason? Well, the, the Bees came out in the second half. They had a few less penalties, which kept them from getting behind the chains because that's what ultimately slowed them down in the first half. Anytime they got a flag, that drive stalled because one flag led to a, another flag or a, a loss of yardage on the next play. So the second half, they cut out the penalties. They cut out the fooling around. They went to their bread and butter, gave it to ethan Park, number 21, who is the workhorse for that offense. Bronson Chaffin is the is the captain of the ship. You know, they 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 worked in tandem. There would be some stretches, there would be some cowboys, there would be some Steelers, um, a couple of quesos thrown in there, but they they ultimately went with what they do the best. And ball control.
5: And for White House, just real quick you know, what did you think about some of those coaching decisions by White House High School? I'm not trying to put it all on the coach, but I felt like there was some weird decision-making
2: that happened in that second half. Yeah, I mean, the coach he probably gets caught up a little bit. He's, he's got a lot of things going on on senior night. You know, it's the last – It's I don't know how long exactly that coach has been here, uh, but you you build a relationship with these, with these kids, and when it becomes their last home game, it's a sentimental thing. The coach's probably got a lot going on, trying to win a football game, trying to make sure everything goes right on senior night. But he did in the second half, even in the first half late, he was stuck with one timeout with the ball and called a timeout when the clock was stopped. You know, um, that hurts. That comes back to haunt you. And and a couple of more head scratching decisions in the second half. They really didn't have the ball enough to make a whole lot of mistakes on offense, but when they had it, it was an interception or uh, incomplete pass that killed a drive on fourth down. It just didn't have many opportunities.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So at the end of that, you know, um, Upperman flips the script in the second half, dominates that second half, comes away with another victory, ending up with the final score. Once again, the Upperman Bees 28 and the White House High School Blue Devils 14.
9: What's in your heart?
10: Providing kids a chance to learn and grow.
9: Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home.
10: Keeping our history alive.
9: Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community.
10: UC EMC
9: Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UC EMC Cares partner. And every month your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few
10: cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland.
9: What's in your heart? i
23: is slow internet driving you batty? This Halloween season, break free from the curse of sluggish connections. With Twin Lakes Fiber Internet, you can say goodbye to haunted buffering screens and hello to a screaming fast internet experience. With dedicated connections and speeds up to 10 gig, you can connect all of your devices and stream your favorite shows without any scary interruptions. Don't let slow internet haunt you any longer. Call 800-644-8582 or visit TwinLakes.net and leave the slow speeds in the dark.
11: When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing
19: Lender. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all.
5: This is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. Just wanted to thank all of our lovely people in our production team, Robin McCullough, Jake Wallman, Colin Castleberry, uh, Haley, Marsha Lee, all fantastic. I'm Devin Hoke. I'm here with uh, with Jason uh, here. And, and next week, although it's going to be me and then Wes again, But next week, we will be in DeKalb. It will be White County at DeKalb County. Massive, massive game there. Basically, It's basically a playoff game next week for those two teams. The loser is out of the playoffs. The winner is in the playoffs. Both teams had a bye week this week. So they both had a bye to get healthy and prepare for this big-time game. You do not want to miss it right here on this station here between White County and DeKalb County. Um, And our countdown to kickoff on Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7 will begin at 6.40 Central Time, of course. And so, from Devin Hoke, this is Jason here, and our lovely production team back at the Upper Cumberland Sports, we thank you so much for listening And again, tonight's final score was the Upperman Bees, 28, and the White House High School Blue Devils, 14.